I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35. Fulls, $29. And twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full $29 and twin size just $25. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. What is our common bond truly? Freedom. Freedom. Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And it's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There is a time to pray and there's a time to stand. Everybody, good morning. How are you? Today is Monday, October second. Uh, what a great way to begin the month of uh, of October. I literally got up at two thirty in the morning. I was in studio at four thirty in the morning. And no matter what I do, you know what? I'm just going to stay up all night. If anyone, if you'd like, please ship cocaine to one nine one five Mears Avenue. I'll just stay awake until until this thing's over. What do you think? What do you think? Um, I know. I know. I have. Sorry. I'm trying my best. Just trying my absolute darndest. I swear. Mm -hmm. Deb Jordan, you ready to take the camera? Jesus, take the wheel. Let me let me get. See oh, there. There you go. Uh, this is what we're going to do. You didn't miss anything. Nobody did. Because guess what I'm gonna do? What? I'm gonna play our interview. That is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're gonna do that right now. Mm-hmm. It's a great interview. Oh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep, so mm-hmm. you guys are gonna love this. I spoke to Norm Pattis. Uh, and boy, is that what now we got that file just absolutely fuster clucking. 
Uh, anyways, just, just people just dogpile stuff in here. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Norm Pattis. Uh, coming in five. Actually, let me get locals up and running. Absolutely stupid. Uh, my goodness. I like this jacket, by the way. I need to. It looks nice. I like the color. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just put you on screen and see you upside down. There you go. Hey, there you go. Well, I have no um, NDI monitor. Yeah, no, you have nothing. I know. So I, I know. Well, Nobody I has anything. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to everything. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, I can't see to adjust it if it needs to be. So if mm. I'm upside down, I'm just going to have to be upside down. No. Until mm. I can see. There you go. How's that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got it? I'm working on it. You all set? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. What do you think? Are you kidding me right now? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Really? Thank you. Oh, boy. Why would that be screwed up? Our entire network was screwed with. I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh The entire network. How long have I been chasing this? Oh, the printers. The I mean, everything. Everything screwed up. Okay? Uh Everything. Yeah. Now my NDI is, is all screwed up. All right? Mm-hmm. This is crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're getting there, though. We are? Yeah. Who's we? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I helped you adjust the cameras. So you did? I was trying. Yeah. The entire network is just screwed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. The entire network. That's what happened. Everything... He is bringing it up now. He's on Frank's speech. Mm-hmm. My goodness, Frank's speech has is, is got it going on. Oh, now all of a sudden it shows up. Woohoo! Huh? Oh, isn't that great? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's bringing it up right now. Um, you guys, I can't tell you, okay? I cannot tell, I cannot express it. You know why? If I do express to people, exactly what they do to us on the overnight. I swear to you, John Brennan is in this freaking bunker, okay? Probably. To, oh, somebody's got to be doing something. I mean, to mess with our network switches in that fashion. Remember mm-hmm. last night, I'm like, oh, the printer's not working. All of a sudden, the printer's on a different now. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, how could that have happened? Mm-hmm. But anyways, we deal with it. We're up and running now. Yeah. Um and I hope you guys are patient enough. Uh, we have now locals. You guys stress me out because we suffer separation anxiety when we're away from you, right? Don't we? We do. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me see if we've got this. NDI output start. And that should do it. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Our entire NDI network. Mm-hmm. 
start. Okay. Alrighty. No. It's not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Say hi. 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 <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? Good. All right. So we're going to begin this morning uh, on a great note, actually. You guys are going to love, love, love this interview. You are. That's all I can say. Um, let's see how long it is. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Oh, excellent. That's not the video. You know what that was? The thumbnail. <laughs> Oh, was it? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I was gonna. All right, everyone, tune in now to for the thumbnail. <laughs> it was a still image. Yeah. You ready to go? Yep, I'm ready. All right. I it's, think we got uh, everything adjusted here. Oh, oh, I think we do. All right, mm -hmm. you guys are going to love this interview. I promise you. I promise you. That's great. Norm Pattis, um, great attorney. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need to support Norm Pattis. He's, listen, you'll hear me say it. He's one of a handful of attorneys that I would ever say this for. He's a great attorney. He mm -hmm. is. Oh, he picks up the phone and tells off the, the DOJ prosecutors. He's you know, great, I, huh? He goes, I asked, uh, or I, I told, uh, I told Norm about the CJA. Mm-hmm. He said, screw them. I'm not working for them. <laughs> that's, no, that's funny. And so many words, he actually said something a mm, little bit less mild, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, basically, that's like working for the government, you mm -hmm. know, almost. You get, you're held to, held to account by them. All right. So here we go. You ready? Norm Pattis' interview. We're going to go straight through on this interview. Okay. And... Enjoy. Enjoy. Ready? Ready. Set. Set. Got a, a creative solution. I mentioned it to Owen. Um, in addition to you doing seeking direct monetary contributions, we'll provide the link down below. But folks, also, we can kind of have some fun with this. And Mike Lindell has stepped up to help in this idea that I've come up with uh, through, uh, through his case. Because Mike Lindell said to his attorney, he said, how do you sleep at night? Obviously, you don't have a my pillow. And when Owen's case came up, I'm like, how did the judge allow the government to even write the words that they did in the uh, sentencing memo? How could the judge allow that and let the prosecution go unchecked? How does he sleep at night? So uh, here he is, Judge Kelly. He doesn't look like this now, and I didn't know this because I've never seen him. But Judge Kelly allowed the DOJ prosecutors to trample the First Amendment in Owen Schroeder's case without objection. How does he sleep at night? And if you go to pistolpeachstore.com, use promo code Owen, this is what we're going to do. I have hundreds of pillows. Mike Lindell is helping to support this effort. And we will ship one of these pillows to Judge <laughs> Kelly. To Judge Kelly with a note in it. It will be anonymous, okay? How do you sleep at night? I'd like to just jump a, and I call the marshals, by the way, and let them know we don't intend to harass. It's a First Amendment expression. But how does he sleep at night? Let's set him a My Pillow 2.0. So you you can purchase those at Pistol Peach Store. Um, 
purchase it at Pistol Pete's store, we'll pay for the shipping, and we'll ship it direct, and 100% of the proceeds, we're gonna put it into Norm Pattis' fund. Okay. Well, in that that that's awfully nice of you. I'm going to have to yeah. buy myself one of those pillows because I I need some help sleeping at night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're they're great pillows. But but you know, it's I mean, it's um, you know, again, it's a First Amendment expression. That judge yeah, should no, have absolutely. a truckload of pillows. Like, how do you sleep at night? And that's a great idea. I, isn't that a great the, idea? The idea that he might receive hundreds of those pillows fills me with delight, and maybe it would make him stop to think. You know. It's one thing to be a judge with a lifetime appointment in the District of Columbia in a company town. It's another thing to be an ordinary American struggling in flyover country, asking yourself what the elites are doing and permitting to be done to this country. I mean, consider the immigration crisis in New York City. They're spending a billion dollars to house people who don't have any real stand, um, any real roots in the country while ordinary americans are struggling to pay their bills while veterans are sleeping homeless how do they sleep at night ladies and gentlemen uh i want to be very respectful of my next guest uh time of course uh, but i insisted uh that he come on and and do a segment with me i've been, i've been pestering him for many months now and of course, admiring his work as a constitutional attorney is one of the, I don't know, I think I could probably count him on one hand, uh, including the attorneys that I had uh, defending me during the Bundy trials, but a list of attorneys that are truly, truly in the fight, constitutional attorneys, I say one hand, two hands, I don't want to exclude any, a lot of attorneys right now doing their absolute darndest, one of whom has been fearless. I watched him in the Alex Jones trial. Uh, I was I was glad to see that he he was uh, he was helping Owen Schroer and of course Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs in the Proud Boys trial. I welcome uh, to. It's not a show. We're not going to do a full show. We're going to do a special segment. I'm going to tell you why we're doing this segment here momentarily. But uh, uh, Norm Pattis, welcome uh, to the Pete Santilli show for the first time, sir. It's an honor to have you on. Thank you for taking time out. Well, thanks for your persistence. You know, I, I, I ducked you during the. Uh during some of the trials that I had because I didn't need any help getting the judges wound up. But mm -hmm. those trials are over and I'm thrilled to finally be able to talk to you. Yeah, it's it's great to, great to be with you. And I, and I know, you know, being a, you take high profile cases and you have for a while. I, I remember for years, you sitting down with Alex Jones, uh, you know, way back when, and, mm -hmm. and I listened, I, you know, I'm, I'm not an attorney. I'm, I, I don't have a, a legal background, I'm just kind of like a, uh, you know, uh, uh, just a ling legal wingnut, but a constitutionalist because I'm a former United States Marine. I know the troubled times that we're in, and my experience with the legal system, you know, certainly hasn't uh, been uh, uh, favorable, per se, other than the fact that I don't know how many attorneys you know, I was involved in winning two federal trials. I guess that's a good thing, right? That's yeah, no kidding. Term. I mean, maybe maybe you should practice law without going to law school because that's an impressive record right there in yeah. and of itself. The Isn't feds play to win in, in, in so-called state trials, trials that call into question the legitimacy of the state. Um, they'll do anything they can to win. And you've seen it firsthand. You've lived they it can. and you beat them back. Yeah, I, now, I respect and what, admiration. Thank you. Thank you. Now, one thing I did uh, learn uh, through my uh, Bundy uh, experiences, you know, once you cross the bar and you go into their jurisdiction, uh, I learned very quickly the Constitution really doesn't even apply it, it, in in my case as a defendant. It does not apply as far as they're concerned. But the Constitution is only as strong 
as what the people outside of that courtroom, especially in the federal court, in the court of public opinion per se, what the people are willing to defend to tolerate as to what's happening in the federal court system. In these January 6th uh, cases, I've read transcripts, not specifically in your cases uh, that I'm referencing. Some of these other trials and hearings, some of the stuff that's being said by these federal judges working in cooperation with the prosecution is jaw-dropping, jaw-dropping. Yeah. You, you, you know, if these cases had been tried in almost any other court jurisdiction, uh, venue, district, mm -hmm. than the District of Columbia, the results might well be different. But when you try a January 6th case in D.C., you look, you quickly learn the meaning of the expression company town. You know, the, the District of Columbia is not a state by design. The Constitution created it to house the federal government, and they didn't want it under the influence of any state. So they created a separate territory for it. It was It's small, and it's now the seat of the federal government. But when it was created, the federal government wasn't supposed to be the most powerful thing in the land. It was supposed to be a minimal influence on the sidelines, um, accomplishing things that were necessary for the common good that no state could do on its own. But now the federal government has become a behemoth, and that tiny little territory has more power than any state. And Everybody that lives in that territory, if they're working, is either working for the government or supporting someone who does work for the government. And it's a very, very different place to try a case. Now, uh, in the limited time I have, and I do want to bring you on when you have time, hopefully you feel comfortable with the way, uh, with the way I approach this particular subject here, because uh, it is my opinion that any defendant, when going up against the federal government, the prosecution, when the prosecution has an open checkbook, they could spend $100 million to prosecute you. And most Americans can't afford to defend themselves against that. But there should be a level playing field that if the government spends $100 million to prosecute me, I should be able to spend $100 million to defend myself. It's unfair. It's an unjust system is what I'm trying to say. And that's why I think they enjoy a 97% success rate because most people can't afford to defend themselves against the Department of Justice. I saw that so much the case in the Proud Boys trial. You know, we, they, the, gov the government would make a mistake and we'd go into a sealed proceeding where this mistake was dealt with. Um, and then they'd be given time to correct it and they'd throw enormous resources at it. Um, and lo and behold, in two or three days, they'd have a solution. Mm -hmm. We were trying our best just to keep up with the flow of data that they were throwing at us yes. on a daily basis. And they had a team of FBI agents working on the case. Right. More than 20 terabytes of data were generated in the Proud Boys case alone. Uh, as of one year ago, the government had generated 250 terabytes of video evidence from people around the country in their effort to identify each and every soul who stepped foot on Capitol grounds that day because it's their intention to prosecute each and every one of them. That's crazy to me. Absolutely mm -hmm. insane. After, in the wake of the Civil War years ago, when 600,000 Americans died at one another's hands, we repatriated most rebels within three, four years of the Civil War. We're still prosecuting people for trespass in this country right now. It, I, I, we, it's, it's, it's always lost. It's as though we've lost, we've lost our mind. And it's though the government has no conception of a cost benefit analysis. You know, I'm, I, I'm not naive enough to think we can live without government. But when I, we're sitting here on the cusp of the shutdown, I'm thinking, you know, maybe it would be a bad, wouldn't be a bad idea to shut it down for a while so we could learn what we really need. What we don't need is Merrick Garland and his band of happy pirates marauding through the federal courts, prosecuting every rioter they can and calling him a terrorist. It's just wrong. Yeah. To extract the truth, and this is wrong, but there's a method to my madness here, talking about <laughs> the unfairness, because 
you know, to extract the truth, here's what I'm going to ask you. If you were given a limitless budget, you had 500 uh, subordinate attorneys, uh, understudies, a group of paralegals, full uh, team of investigators to pursue the truth in each and every case related to January 6th. You'd be able to do a lot more, wouldn't you, if you had yeah, a limitless budget? It would. Right. Because um, it costs money to extract the truth. The government, unfortunately, enjoys uh, overwhelming favor uh, that it's almost impossible to go up against the system and to, and it's really for a defendant to get an adequate defense up against, you know, their resources. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, to defend against the United States government for an ordinary American, you have to adopt the ethos of, of the Viet Cong, so to speak. You know, I remember the story of you know, the bombing of the Ho Chi Minh Trail in the Vietnam War. And you, you had the image of guys sitting there with bowls of rice with napalm being dropped on them and their trails eviscerated. And then they'd get up and they'd, 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 they'd create the trails all over again. When you're sitting in a courtroom in a federal trial, you are fighting guerrilla warfare. You got your bowl of rice and the feds dropping napalm on your right, left, and every which way they can. And the judge is saying, that's not napalm, that's sunshine. Um, I'd love to smell a sunshine in the morning. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to just get up and keep fighting. And you've got to get up and keep fighting because if you don't, the government wins. But yeah. it's not a, it's not it's not a level playing field between two armies. It's an overwhelming force against a, a band of guerrillas who hopefully never lose the will to fight. Hmm. Um, and we didn't. Um, um, we got outspent. I don't think we got outfought. Um, you know, we won some counts, but lost the ones that mattered. And so now we're on to appeals. And um, you know, I'm. I'm I'm confident that there's there's good stuff in the appellate record. Yeah. I saw decisions made in that courtroom that stunned me, and that I thought would never be made in an in, in an American courtroom. I saw sealed proceedings where the press was thrown out, the public was thrown out of the courtroom. We objected that our clients were deprived of their right to a speedy and public trial. That's right. what the Sixth Amendment says. Mm -hmm. um, I'm confident that on review, the appellate court's going to look at that and say, "This wasn't the people's business. This, this, this was this this was." This was this was something far more sinister. And the appeals court, obviously, on appeal, they can take a look at that record that was not uh, available to the public. Correct. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They and, and they you know they will. I mean, I'm just now you know selecting the issues for appeal. I'm going to be right. taking the appeal for Joe Biggs mm -hmm. and for Zach Rell. And you know mm -hmm. the, 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 the 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 trick, as it were, on an appeal is not to raise every issue that the judge got wrong because the appellate court will forgive many errors. But you've got to pick issues that suggest that some fundamental right was breached or that there should be no public confidence in the trial. Mm -hmm. And so you know wh whether all of these issues under seal reach that threshold or not i haven't decided yet um but there are a few things in particular hmm. the use of confidential human sources and the manner in which the fbi uses them to surveil control and prosecute the right we are at a point in our history that is more chilling to me than we were during the days of COINTELPRO when j edgar hoover and the fbi leaned on the on, on the left and leaned on martin luther king uh we we have federal agents apparently surveilling conservative Catholics because they're domestic extremists. If you're a person, if you, if you happen to be white and you question the new ethos of race-based distributive justice, you're deemed a white um, a supremacist and you're surveilled. Hmm. Um, we've got confidential human sources looking at people who are protesting about what's going on at school boards. This isn't my America. This is an America that I, I reject 
and that I intend to fight back with at, at. And so, you know, the use of confidential human sources in the Proud Boys case was controversial. There were sealed proceedings about it. Um, I intend to blow that lid open, whether on this appeal or in some related proceeding, we will get to the bottom of it. And we will get to something like a new church committee in the United States. Whether Congress is up to the job, you know, I, I think Jim Jordan and company have been disappointing in their performance in the House Oversight Committee. They left a lot on the ground or a lot on the table, as it were. Uh, there's there's fight there. and We intend to raise it. There is. And we also have to recognize, uh, although, you know, we want hearings in full public disclosure. It's on C-SPAN and stuff like that. But we need to stop uh, ignoring the fact that when Congress is holding hearings, they're exposing the FBI, and then they hand them a big bag of cash. They're, oh, they're, they're feeding the beast, and, and that makes me call them part of the problem. It's part of the weaponization of government is Congress itself. You, you can't hold these people accountable and then give them an open checkbook, but I digress. Um, sir, sir there, there needs to be reform needs to be reform with uh, confidential human sources and that comes through all the litigation the appeals process and then for somebody like you to articulate that back to the public we can't afford not to go through these appeals because right now the government do they not enjoy the benefits of their pound of flesh in the short term and you know in the in, in the public on msnbc and cnn they get their pound of flesh but ultimately through the appeals process the truth is going to come out that the that the the defendants were deprived of their rights. We can't afford not to pursue it long term, regardless of, you know, unfortunately, Owen having to spend, it looks like 60, Owen Schroeder that has 60 days in jail. The appeals process is going to take years. And well, we're, we're trying to prevent him from having to go back in. And, it, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll fight it as long as, it, as as long as there's a courthouse door to walk through that'll welcome me in to argue it. I'll argue it. But we will soon, within probably two weeks, have run through um, the, the remedy that the, 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 we will have gone through every door that's available to us, practically speaking. If he is required to serve his time, we will still take his appeal because what happened in the Schroyer case was stunning. The government Stunning. used neutral speech, speech that was permitted in any context at all, and called it relevant offense conduct, and said that because Owen spread disinformation, because Owen um, um, encouraged people to protest, because Owen refused to express regret over the events of January 6th, therefore his trespass should put him in jail. Um, and you know, let me, I want to correct a couple things that have been said repeatedly on the left in the media. Owen said, you know, Owen had a prior case prior to January 6th for disrupting one of the House um, impeachment hearings. He disrupted one of uh, Jerry Nadler's hearings and he uh, was submitted. Uh, he, 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 was, he, he got entrance into a, a diversionary program um, that would have resulted in dismissal of his case. Uh, he had to do 32 hours of community service. He did 30 and he was doing the other two when they opened the investigation of the January 6th case. And then they concluded that even though he had satisfied the terms of his of his uh, of his uh, pretrial diversion program, um, he was being investigated for another crime and they wouldn't put him through that program. We filed a motion claiming that this was vindictive prosecution. Mm -hmm. um, once Owen was charged in the January 6th case, the, 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 the Nadler case judge just sat on that motion and did nothing. That case was ultimately dropped, but the government um, um, represented in its pleadings that Owen didn't satisfy the probation time. It's just not true. Right. We filed a pleading with emails from government lawyers themselves acknowledging that he had. 
Yeah. And so when, when the government lies, they call it a misunderstanding. When a defendant lies, he goes to jail for perjury or his lawyer gets prosecuted. It's another example of the, the, the playing field being tilted in one direction. Can, can I just quickly direction. just uh, tell me if I'm if I'm reading this wrong? Owen uh, pled to and it was negotiated. He pled to a certain offense. What was that offense? Uh, basically trespassing, entering trespassing. or remaining in a building, a, a restricted area. Right. So let's say if I'm in Los Angeles, I didn't pay parking tickets. Uh, I played, I didn't pay my parking tickets. And then I get to court and they say, but your honor, you should hear what Pete Santilli said on the radio. He was blah, 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 blah. And he was bleeding the people. The, hold on a second. We were talking about parking tickets here. What does my speech have to do with whether or not I paid my parking ticket? But it's a great analogy. Show, right? And this is the way That's I look at it. Great analogy. Case. Yeah. I argued that. And I, I said, what's more, this is just fundamentally at odds with what this country's all about. You know, Owen could believe anything he wanted. I said he could believe that Joe Biden was a communist Chinese puppet and that his strings were being pulled from Beijing. He could get on the air and say that. Um, he could believe it. We have the freedom to believe and to assert our points of view in this country, and you can't be prosecuted for them, except when it comes to January 6th because the government wants to make a point. And the point they'll say in the courtroom is, this must never happen again. But it's a larger point they want to, they want to create, and that's a climate of fear. Yes. Don't go to a public protest, don't go to a public event, because if it turns violent, you might be prosecuted for conspiring to engage in uh, violence against the United States government and go the way of the Proud Boys. It's wrong. Right, deterrence is if you break the law, here's the penalty for the law, people go to jail it should deter you from breaking that law not hey we're going to take this law and we're really going to make our point and quadruple down to make sure that nobody even considers doing breaking this law or anything else against or the government. speaking out or speaking out against the government after the event that's right right so so sir um i have i hope i've tried to I try my absolute darnest. I know that the attorneys, I know what they're up against. I, I went through it myself. I could not afford to defend myself $2 million plus in Oregon. Yeah, millions of dollars. The government spent 100 plus million dollars, $150 million to co go after us defendants. So I know in the federal judiciary how important it is to stay in the fight, uh, to, to pursue you know all of the defendants you know, constitutional rights. And I think you're the guy to do this. And that's why I said, you know, let's get Norm on. Uh, there's a campaign that's going on right now. There's, um, uh, it's uh, actually Condemned USA. They have a give, send, go. I want to do, and I want to call upon my audience, and we actually post up on Band Out Video, to do whatever we can to support this effort. We all have a dog in this fight. This isn't just about Owen. And I think Owen and yourself, I heard your, your press conference after his, uh, his conviction after his hearing, and I said both of these both of these gentlemen are, are they're speaking as though they're fighting this fight not just for Owen, not just for your reputation, but for everyone's on everyone's behalf. So it's all of our fight. If the uh, government can silence Owen, they can silence you. They can silence me. That's right. And when we're bleeding like sheep, yeah. Um, don't be surprised if we're served up like shish kebab. You That's know? right. So back to my point when I say that the Constitution is only as strong as what we, the people on the other side of the bar, outside of their jurisdiction or outside of the courtroom, are willing to defend and support. That's where the Constitution shored up. Because if Owen can't defend himself or Joe Biggs and he can't you know, pursue it any further because 
you know, financially, it's impossible to do that, and nobody's willing to step up to fight this thing and pursue the truth, then what does the Constitution become? A dead letter. A dead letter, sir. So um, what can we do to support your efforts? I know about this one. Condemned USA has a, and I know uh, uh, who Condemned USA is. They're great advocates. Uh, there is the, the Pattis Freedom Fund, correct? Uh, yeah, so they were, that was flattered. They uh, they offered to do this, and I thought, eh, you know. And then, and then I looked, took a look at the, I took a look at the firm accounts after the six, five and a half months of the the, the Proud Boys trial, mm -hmm. and I thought, yeah, we could use the help. So they they've they've offered to sponsor a, a page, um, and and you know they they will take. You know, I contributed some portion of that to them and their efforts, um, but they've offered to get behind me because I'm standing behind the Proud Boys, I'm standing behind Owen, I'm standing behind Alex, and I'm standing behind everyone who is demonized for their speech to stand to, to assert a simple proposition. This is our country. And so in the summer of 2020, when we were all on lockdown and we were told, well, it's okay to go out, out if you want to go down and engage in a mostly peaceful protest mm -hmm. that results in arson in your city. And people got outraged about that. And people got outraged about the results of the 2020 election. And people got outraged and went to the Capitol. And people got outraged and thought there's something worse um, um, than, than a public riot, and that is a stolen election. And when they spoke out, a riot took place. And the riot did involve some violence, and some people broke the law. But there was no seditious conspiracy. There was no plot to overthrow the government. Mm -mm. What there were were angry Americans trying to take their country back. And I believe that most of us are angry. And we have good reason to be angry because our country is just spinning out of control. It is. It's not our country anymore. It's becoming something else. And so we reclaim it by our speech and we reclaim it by our deeds. And I'm determined to be the, in that fight till the day I drop. And so Condemned USA has gotten behind me and I'm grateful. And I'm grateful to you, Pete. That's for having me on, and I'm grateful to your audience for yeah. listening and, and considering a contribution. My goodness, there's hundreds, and there's expected to be thousands more as well. It's pretty overwhelming. We can't give all of our attention. Everyone's stretched thin, but you know what? Nobody should ever, ever, ever give up the fight here. And, and let me, let me. I, I, I mentioned it to you. I've got a, a creative solution. I mentioned it to Owen. Um, in addition to you doing seeking direct monetary contributions, we'll provide the link down below. But folks, also, we can kind of have some fun with this. And Mike Lindell has stepped up to help in this idea that I've come up with uh, through, uh, through his case. Because Mike Lindell said to his attorney, he said, how do you sleep at night? Obviously, you don't have a MyPillow. And when Owen's case came up, I'm like, how did the judge allow the government to even write the words that they did in the uh, sentencing memo. How could the judge allow that and let the prosecution go unchecked? How does he sleep at night? So uh, here he is, Judge Kelly. He doesn't look like this now, and I didn't know this because I've never seen him. But Judge Kelly allowed the DOG prosecutors to trample the First Amendment in Owen Schroer's case without objection. How does he sleep at night? And if you go to pistolpeachstore.com, use promo code Owen, this is what we're going to do. I have hundreds of pillows. Mike Lindell is helping to support this effort. And we will ship one of these pillows to Judge <laughs> Kelly. To Judge Kelly with a note in it. It will be anonymous, okay? How do you sleep at night? I'd like to just jump a, and I call the marshals, by the way, and let them know we don't intend to harass. It's a First Amendment expression. 
But how does he sleep at night? Let's set him a My Pillow 2.0. So you you can purchase those at Pistol Pete's store. Um, purchase purchase it at Pistol Pete's store. We'll pay for the shipping, and we'll ship it direct. And 100% of the proceeds we're going to put it into Norm Pattis's fund. Okay. Well, isn't that great? That, that's awfully nice of you. I'm going to have to yeah. buy myself one of those pillows because I I need some help sleeping at night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're great pillows. But but you know, it's I mean, it's um. You know, again, it's a First Amendment expression. That judge yeah, didn't no, have absolutely. a truckload of pillows. Like, how do you sleep at night? And that's a great idea. I, isn't that a great the, idea? The idea that he might receive hundreds of those pillows fills me with delight. And maybe it would make him stop to think. You know, it's one thing to be a judge with a lifetime appointment in the District of Columbia in a company town. It's another thing to be an ordinary American struggling in flyover country, asking yourself what the elites are doing and permitting to be done to this country. I mean, consider the immigration crisis in New York City. They're spending a billion dollars to house people who don't have any real stand, um, any real roots in the country, while ordinary Americans are struggling to pay their bills, while veterans are sleeping homeless. How do they sleep at night? How do and do they, they expect us to sleep peacefully, knowing that they're giving our country away one 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 dollar at a time? You know, in the also and in everywhere the, else in the federal judiciary, because these uh, proceedings are you know not not available online, the public doesn't see what goes on there. In these high profile cases, you're just explaining that a lot of these hearings are held in secrecy and sealed uh, because they, uh, of course, they're allowed to keep things sealed. But sunlight is what the best disinfectant through this expression. And letting him know that the public has read the transcripts uh, and 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 listened to what happened through those proceedings, that he's not operating in the darkness anymore. Let's bring him out into the light, right? And I love that idea. What a great idea! Isn't that great? Um, but it's our part. The Constitution and holding judges accountable, re respectfully and peacefully, is our duty, uh, not just our right, sir. Right? I think so. Yes. Um, Sir, it's not just Owen Shorter's case uh, that you're defending uh, Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs. Um, of course, uh, Alex Jones, you've defended him. Oh, Lord knows. Please don't don't, don't sue Alex Jones anymore. Please. We need to keep the mothership of the free flow of information going. Alex Jones and the lawfare upon him is intended to break him, and I'm glad you're at his side. Uh, any other cases that you're working? You're working some pretty uh, high-profile, important cases, aren't you? Yeah, well, you know, we, we, we just filed in the U.S. Supreme Court just just yesterday, in fact, um, uh, a challenge to um, the federal judiciary's grant or use of qualified immunity to protect police officers in cases involving uh, warrants that are not supported by probable cause. Your viewers probably don't know this, but very few lawyers do even. But the, the federal constitution says no warrant shall issue but or, or unless there's probable cause supported by a warrant that was reviewed by a neutral magistrate. Federal judges have concluded that when a bad warrant surfaces and a person victimized by that warrant um, has to undergo legal expense and they turn around and sue, as you are permitted to do under federal law, um, the judges will let the cop off the hook if there's arguable probable cause. I call this the half-pregnancy reading of the Fourth Amendment. Hmm. You can't be half-pregnant. There's either probable cause or there's not. And if there's arguable probable cause, that's assuming there isn't any. 
um, probable cause at all. And therefore, there should be no warrant and therefore no qualified immunity. Now, this issue arose and most people who didn't know about QI, as it were, until recently heard about it in the context of the defund the police movement. But it's broader than that. Oh, yeah. um, when government power is unchecked, what did Lord Acton say? Absolute power, you know, power Cor- corrupts, corrupts, absolute absolutely. power corrupts, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yes. Um, and so what we've got is a federal judiciary that has taken it upon itself to immunize state actors um, when the Constitution doesn't and Congress hasn't. And mm-hmm. so we're asking the U.S. Supreme Court to take a look at that. Uh, we also have before the U.S. Supreme Court right now a case involving uh, the meaning of corrupt intent in, in, the, in the context of the January 6th um, cases on behalf of a young man named Edward Lang. Um, who, he's not gone to trial yet, Jake Edward Lang. Uh, he'll be going to trial soon, but this case came up early given the posture of the case, and we're in the Supreme Court on that. So, you know, I... I Are you I'm, representing Jake Lang? Uh, in the Supreme Court, I am, and I'm co-counsel in his trial with uh, Steve Metcalf. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's an important case. I heard about yeah, that. It is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they they all are. You know, the qualified immunity thing, uh, because we see in a lot of cases the abuse of, of power, the weaponization of the power of these investigators from the FBI, you know, and the, I'm going to give the DOJ prosecutors a pass. They're served up with information that's crafted by the FBI. So if they're if they're not given, if the FBI is withholding exculpatory information, crafting a narrative, I, I've seen it time and time again. They reverse engineer these indictments. Their approach to going after somebody when they pursue their target, entrapment, withholding exculpatory evidence, and then in the end, they run in there and say, oh, I have qualified immunity because my actions that result in that person's death were, you know, as a result of me performing my duties. Well, hold on a second. You you created the whole scenario. You wouldn't even been have been in that position if you did not do and commit gross, you know, misconduct all the way along the way. But that qualified immunity is basically given these law enforcement officers almost advanced immunity uh, as to how they conduct themselves, isn't it? If they're not held accountable. Yes. I mean, it's, you know, I came up as a baby lawyer uh, suing police officers. I worked with a man named John Williams in New Haven, Connecticut. He was one of the deans of uh, civil rights litigation and police misconduct. And so we had hundreds of cases against the officers throughout the Northeast. And uh, at one point, one of the judges who was friendly to our office called a federal judge and said, you know, uh, the, the the robes, that's how he referred to the judges. The robes are getting upset with you guys. You, you better add more lawyers. We're going to start calling your cases in and they're going to try to break you. So I talked to John and we added a couple lawyers and some space and I called the judge back a month later. I said, bring it. And they never did. They never did call the cases. But what they did do was start broadly applying qualified immunity. So, it, uh, you know, 30 years ago, there were a handful of cases about what qualified immunity meant. Now there are entire books written about qualified immunity. And the result is that it's almost, in, well, not almost impossible. It's extremely difficult for an ordinary person to get to a jury on a case of mis- official misconduct. So what tells what that tells the official is, hey, I got a blank check. I can do what I want because the judiciary will back me. Is it any wonder that people have lost respect for courts in the oh, country? Yeah. You know, and, and, and the, the, the robes are protecting, the robes are protecting corruption and we need to send a message. And I guess it's going to have to be the Supreme Court. Yeah. It's not in the constitution and we the people want more. We the people demand better. 
Um, You know, we're also looking for cases that help advance the idea of jury nullification. Mm -hmm. You know, the juries should be able to decide not just the facts of a case, um, but whether the law has been properly applied. That's right. Um, Because after all, the justice is being done in the people's name. And so shouldn't jurors be able to consider uh, whether prosecutors should have brought the case in the first instance? And, you know, technically speaking, in the in the, in the January six cases, sedition, for example, all it means is uh, a conspiracy to engage in seditious conspiracy. All it means is agreeing with somebody to use force to oppose the authority the authority of the United States government. That's all it means. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, two guys from Antifa throwing a brick at a courthouse in Portland are engaged in seditious conspiracy. Right. Um, why didn't they get prosecuted? Got people in Jan, in 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 in, um, in 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 the January sixth context in the at, at the Capitol knocked a fence over and went on to Capitol grounds. Is that using force against the authority of the United States government? Arguably, you could say it that that meets the statutory definition of it. But it's so far from a coup or open rebellion that it's ridiculous to apply that law to those facts. And we should be free as lawyers to argue that to a jury. But we're not because the federal courts have created a policy. Did that, they use uh, the term? I'm sorry to interrupt you. They use the term incitement with Owen. I think I saw the uh, the term incitement. They did. Yeah. But he wasn't charged with an incitement offense. But and an incitement, you know, yeah. No. They used the word, the definition of inciting somebody is very specific, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and the way they used it so loosey-goosey, and here's my point, Judge Kelly, just allowed this to happen. It, it, it didn't go, uh, I mean, it went unchecked, did it not? He didn't even, uh, he didn't even of course, he sided with the government. Um, yes and no. I mean, I call him halfway Kelly in, in, the, in the context of J6. Here's the backstory that doesn't get reported in the press that much. When a person either pleads guilty or is convicted of a crime in federal court, there is what's called a pre-sentence investigation. Mm-hmm. A pretrial services officer does an ex- examination of the person, the case, and, and the relevant circumstances and makes a recommendation to the judge. Um, in Owen's case, that person recommended probation, no time away. The government wanted 120 days. Judge split the baby um, and gave 60. Mm-hmm. In the Proud Boys case, the, the private sentencing recommendations were for like eight to 10 years. And Judge Kelly gave, you know, 16 to 20 or 18, depending on the defendant, or 22, mm-hmm. I guess, for Enrique. So he, he gave half of what the government wanted more than what the, the pretrial service professionals wow. wanted. And so I call this the problem of the unscrupulous merchant. Yes. Um, if I need a new screwdriver or a new hammer uh, and it's worth 10 bucks and I go to the hardware store and the hardware store owners marked it up to 30, but he puts it on sale half off today, 15, and I buy it, I've still paid $5 more than it's worth. Right. And so in the in the context of the January 6th sentencing, the Justice Department has consistently asked for way too much time. Judges haven't given all the time that the Justice, is, the Justice Department has asked for, and they've pretended that this was somehow um, um, a, a moderate response. It was immoderate at the get-go because the professionals who estimated what sentences were appropriate always thought they should have been lower. Mm-hmm. And this, the public doesn't hear this. No, certainly not. And sir, again, uh, we're going to uh, we're going to publish this far and wide. I call upon everybody. Just remember this in this spirit. Um, we all believe that the Constitution is worth fighting for. It, it it will be defended based on how we respond right now by helping to support. Because Norm, there's not a lot of money in defending the Constitution, is there? No, there's all the work you can want, and and it's it's God's work. I mean, to, to me, yes, there's sir. no there's no place no place I would have rather been. 
um, from December to May in the United States of America and standing beside Joe Biggs in that courtroom in DC. Amen to that. Because the Constitution is 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 worth fighting for. Um, there's no, you know, Immanuel Kant once said that the two things filled him with wonder: the starry heavens above and the moral law within. There's a third thing that's as wonderful and is amazing, and that is our ability to live together under the settled expectation of the rule of law. Amen. The Constitution sets those limits, and when you bring it into a courtroom and you seek to test it, you're making alive the spirit of the revolution. You're making alive, um, the making of something of nothing, making a community out of discrete individuals. And the rule of law is the tie that binds us, and it's tested in hard cases. And and so, it, you know, to me, the most delightful thing in the world is to bring a constitutional case or to stand next to somebody when constitutional issues are at stake. There's nothing I'd rather do. Oh, same, same here. Uh, you know, I, shoot, I left a, a corporate career. I worked for Bell South, Coca-Cola. I got into media, and my life changed forever. I, I'm, I feel like a priest living a life of celibacy. <laughs> as a, you know, you, you give up quite a bit. But I believe that the truth uh, being delivered to the American people, that it's it's worth the sacrifice. I don't. You know, I don't go to Mexico four times a year anymore. I don't live a, you know, a lavish lifestyle, you know, working for Coca-Cola. But uh, you know what? I, I have so much more wealth and gratification and trying to do whatever I can to defend our God-given rights and do whatever we can until we get off this God-forsaken planet. <laughs> it's well put. Words Thank to you. live by. Thank you, sir. All right, Norm Pattis, we're going to provide all the links down below. Now, this is what I want you to do. We're going to post up, ladies and gentlemen, if you're capturing this uh, on Bandot Video, we're going to put it out on all of our social media. We'll send it out to our email. And don't just consume it and participate. Let's share this because there's a lot of power in sharing and spreading the word. The mainstream media is not going to send this broadcast out and get Norm Pattis help. It's going, it's going to be up to us, not just Norm Pattis, but to defend uh, our constitutional rights. If you're a fan of Owen Schroyer, this is where we step up when it matters. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. Norm Pattis, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks, Pete. I look forward to seeing. I look forward to talking when we've got more time. I, I know. I wanna, you know. I'd like to go there and get a picture of a truckload of my pillows being dumped at the back loading dock of. Uh, the federal court building for Judge. Take a note in every 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 one of them. Norm Pettis sent oh, you. You know. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, I will definitely do that. Uh, we're, right. we're, we put an anonymous note in each and every uh, pillow delivery. Uh, yeah. You know, how do you sleep at night? Obviously, you don't have uh, a my pillow. This is sent on behalf of you know so yeah. and so. Yeah. So I'll put your name to that one. Absolutely. Right. That sounds fun. That yeah. sounds fun. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Pete. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> wow is right. What a great and interview, huh? That ended perfectly. Okay, so something went right this morning. <laughs> That's yeah. a great interview right there. Norm Pattis yep. made time. It was a late night interview, but he made time for us. And you see why this guy is such a great attorney. It really, really is. But that's for you to determine as well. All right. You guys stay right there. This is Austin Steinbar, and you are tuned in to the Pete Santilli Show. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. 
Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. The world is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency, which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, PhD, 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more color sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full 29 dollars and twin size just 25 dollars order now once they're gone they're gone for good are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Our American heroes love getting down and dirty, fighting for our freedoms and safety. 
My fellow Americans, the Hero Soap Company is a veteran-owned business with quality soaps and scrubs made in America for the benefit of our American heroes. Each bar of handmade soap is blended with a mix of essential oils, real goat's milk, saponified oils of safflower, palm and coconut, and all natural colorants. Place your order today by visiting MyHeroSoap.com for a 20% discount. And for every purchase, a portion of sales is donated to charities focused on helping veterans and first responders. Visit MyHeroSoap.com and subscribe for 20% off with promo code TEAM. Every soap purchased is matched one-to-one and sent overseas to our troops. Go to MyHeroSoap.com and order your soaps, scrubs, and even cool Patriot gear. Support our troops. Support our first responders. Support our heroes and let freedom clean by visiting MyHeroSoap.com. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. news headline that we're uh we're digging into here there's some major 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 implications here uh behind what uh mccarthy did uh ladies and gentlemen there's major implications for what's happening with our country uh to be very frank with you um the the best way okay uh the best way that i can describe is very disturbing Okay, so disturbing when I listen to it. I'm actually talking to Sam Faddis. Talking to Sam Faddis right now. I'm going to be bringing him on. Okay. I'm going to play something. Because right now he's he's on the go. He's going to be coming on. Um. Hold on one second. I need to get in touch with him. Oh, either way, this is the most important broadcast. Thank you, Jeremy, for sharing the John B. Wells segment. Um, that was really important. And what Sam pa- uh, Sam Fattis said, uh, and the implication of what Sam Fattis said on John B. Wells is unfathomable. It, it's no matter what we know about what's happening with our country, no matter how desperate the times are, when you hear what he says, and even when he repeats it, he, he can't even believe that he's describing our state of affairs in the fashion uh, that he did. Let's see. I'm going to go to. Oh, I can't see now. Okay. I'm going to play the Sam Fattis segment right now here. Let's see. 
Diane Feinstein. Oh. 3759. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play this right now. I wasn't going to, but um, it's that important. It's that important. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to play this short clip. Just the fattest clip. I, uh, it's, a, it's a long episode. John B. Wells does a great job. Uh, he had lots of, lots of great guests on. Um, but this particular one, it's not, not just a guest. Sam Fattis, he's been around the world. He's done a lot of things. He was with the CIA. Uh, he understands uh, through his undercover work globally exactly what we're what we're contending with here. Did it not offload here? Hold on a second. Let me just make sure. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's number ten. That's why. All right, here we go. Yep, number ten. I have it. It uh, it made it over. Uh, 59.-10. Oh, right. Here we go. Excellent. I have it. I want you guys to listen to it. Take in the full implications of what's being said here. Okay? It's not good for our country. Um, and I, of course, want to give all due credit to, to John B. Wells for for bringing this and his commentary and him expressing the level of urgency uh, that uh, that we need to hear uh, because our, our country is in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. All right? It is. That's all there is to it. All right. So here we go. Let me let me clear this. I'm going to play it. I'll probably stop it and come back and, and provide some commentary. But I want you guys to listen closely to what Sam Faddis uh, has to say here. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Eve, grave danger, folks. Everything from, um, well, Benghazi and Afghanistan, the economy now, law and orders break down the border, the, the inflation, the infection, the COVID-19, all this stuff, China saber-rattling, throwing a little bit of lahaina and some uh, two or three consecutive days of continuous looting in places like Philadelphia. What do you think it's going to look like in another year? Without further ado, let's welcome into the program Sam Fattis. Sam, thanks for making time to come on and speak with us tonight. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Well, our time will go by quickly. So I want to give you the floor and, and invite you to take us where, where you want to go. The CEFC China Energy at the heart of the Biden contact with China and our, our strategic uh, petroleum reserve just going down, 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 down. It's like it's down to the green part of the swimming pool down there, you know, a couple feet off the bottom that was originally nine feet deep. And it's like, well, you can't even burn that. It's it's the drag. So over to you, sir. Well, so let's talk about CEFC China Energy for a minute. The, the, the guys that are trying to cover for Biden talk all the time about how there's no evidence against him you know the real problem in my estimation is there's so much evidence that people get lost in it right it becomes this maze of names and and connections so let's just grab a hold of a piece which i think is the 
the centerpiece because this is not really about hookers or blow or I'm not dismissing any of that. I'm not pretending like that's okay. I'm just saying from a national security standpoint, from the standpoint of the Republic, what's the real danger? The real danger is the Chinese having purchased Joe Biden. And uh, I mean, obviously Hunter and Jim as well. But the real essence of this is we got a guy sitting in the Oval Office who I will try really hard never to refer to as the president, um, who was bought and paid for by our number one enemy on the planet. And at the heart of that are all these contacts that Hunter has, who's the bag man for the whole enterprise, with an outfit called CEFC China Energy, always described as a Chinese energy company. That's ridiculous. CEFC China Energy is not a company was not a company, they've now shut it down, in the sense of any normal commercial operation. It's an intelligence front company for Chinese intelligence, part of what they call their elite capture program. They run it on an industrial scale worldwide. This is not fat conspiracy theory. I mean, this is not, this is not a theory. This is not fiction. This is not conjecture. This is fact. Nobody disputes this. This, this is a Chinese intelligence operation funneling millions of dollars to the Bidens. So I think that's the first thing everybody needs to wrap their head around. Stop. Okay, yes, lots of other people get money to the Bidens, and they've done God knows how many nefarious things. They should be prosecuted for all of that. But when an intelligence outfit gives you millions of dollars. Oh, my God, that's treason, Sam. That's treason, and they do it for a reason, right? And I say this not as a guy who's – I say this because this used to be my business, right, for 20 years undercover and altogether about 30 years in the business in one way or the other. So I'm not saying this as a guy who read a book about it once. Tim. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm playing this, and I'm telling everyone to pay attention. Just what he said right there. Now remember, CEFC, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone's heard that term. They're, they're a Chinese spy outlet. Right. At the upper end, CCP level. Okay? So imagine the CEFC thing, okay? That's a China spy outlet. And he's going to break this down. By the way, not that I had to, but you always want to. You, you don't want to just listen to somebody and just, oh, I just believe everything. And you, just, right. you know what I mean? We, sure. We've already gotten stung with that. I mean, mm -hmm. we've already consumed lots of information from people that sound good or they look good or they wear a white lab coat and want to poke you with a self-replicating parasite <laughs> and then some rendezvous. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. yeah. So do not trust anything, okay? I've cross-checked everything that he said. Everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I was doing at 2.30 in the morning? Cross-checking everything he said. I'm looking at something uh, even deeper, okay? Mm -hmm. and, and that is the FBI being involved in this cover-up. It's, oh my God, it's, Deb, it's so upsetting. Well, it's not just the so FBI, upsetting. though. Uh, once he, once I, he, I know, but but they're like our the line of defense. Mm -hmm. you, know, you would think that okay, well, it gets to the FBI, and they just want to be you know fame whores and claim right. credit for saving the world. Mm -hmm. You know, no, they're part of the scam. Yeah, 
They're pro- it's not just the FBI, but you would think that that would be the one entity where it says, all right, we're going to claim credit for saving everything. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no, that's not what's going on here. Okay. So just, just take this in. It's so upsetting. Here we go. Time. This is how it works. And when the Chinese, in- when Chinese intelligence operatives are handing you millions of dollars, they own you. In fact, control is the essence of the business. If you don't control your guy after he takes money, he's not an asset. If I told headquarters I recruited a guy, they would ask for demonstration that he danced to our tune. That's that's where we are. That's tough. I need to uh, borrow a minute of your time, about a minute and a half of your time to play a a brief piece, including something I want everybody to hear. And that is the late Yuri Bezmenov and his observations about the communist infiltration and takeover of this country. It's not a very long segment at all. Just pay attention to all of it. It's crunch time now, ladies and gentlemen. They've already done a few things. But remember what Jomo Biden said? Oh, yeah, you're going to have to have F-16s and nukes to take us on. That's what you think. We have Father God. Who do you have? And I think we better start talking to him respectfully and prayerfully. And I mean it. We are in grave danger. And there is no equivocation here. I say again, the United States is in grave mortal danger. Stand by. We shall return. Everybody go to ctmstore.com and get your NAC and your bromelain and destroy some spike proteins today. I would like to smash them. <laughs> go to ctmstore.com. Just click on Dr. Waterman's collection. Pick them all up. Absolutely. <laughs> A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Even if I shower him with... By the way, that's why I let the commercial run, because I knew it was really short. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for everyone sitting there, saying, why is he playing a commercial? You know what? It's John B. Wells anyway. So Well, and because there... we're playing his clip, we're going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of absolutely. course, we're going to do that. All right, you guys. I'm, I'm literally... Can I be overly dramatic about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I have to, I'm an orator, right? Mm-hmm. I have to express myself through through my words. Um, so I have to tell you, you know, how I feel. And the best way to describe it is is a, what do they call that? You know, that, 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 that tunnel vomit, just blah. <laughs> tunnel vomit? Yeah, you know what that is, right? <laughs> That's good enough. What's that? Yeah. I feel nauseous. I'm yeah. serious. I just feel like throwing up mm-hmm. at the implications of what he's saying here. It's called projectile vomiting. Projectile, whatever. Mm-hmm. Chunky. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. What? Yeah. Information with, like with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures. Even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he is going to receive a kick in his fat bottom. Hi, hi, hi there, my little droogies. Get it with the whole droogie thing? 
yeah, Alex and his little crew in uh, Clockwork Orange were speaking their version of Russian. They called it Nadzak. How prophetic the picture was. Of course, it was Stanley Kubrick again. Eyes wide shut, stuff like that. I think uh, actually saying, we didn't go to the moon. I shot all that stuff. I shot all those pictures. Well, he wasn't around long after that came out, was he? Uh, let's carry on now with Sam Fattis. So, Sam, this is you. You. This is the Elite Capture Program. Is that the last word in the three letter in the three word name? Yeah, the Chinese refer to this as Elite Capture, and basically, what this boils down to is they go into target countries and they spew money around through a variety of mechanisms, and they buy, they gain control over the people they designate as the elite. So, okay, whoever is a powerful person in the target country who can then make sure that country pursues policies and takes actions favorable to Beijing. Again, well-documented, not some mad theory. They do this all over the planet. The FBI knows this. Everybody talks about it. At one point, they got to the point in the Czech Republic with this, where they installed one of the senior guys in CEFC China Energy into a brand new position called special advisor to the Czech president. He got to sit in an office next to the president of the Czech Republic in the heart of Europe and basically tell the Czech Republic president what to do. The Czechs eventually tumbled to that um, and they largely booted them out of the country, but they continue to do this. So and the FBI knows this. The FBI investigated CEFC China Energy, specifically, Pat, well, with primary focus on a guy named Patrick Ho. This is back, we're talking 2017, 2018 timeframe. Patrick Ho is a very senior CEFC China energy guy, which means he's Chinese Communist Party. Before he did this, he was one of the guys in charge of the assimilation of Hong Kong. So he's not a nice, kindly old businessman. This is a hardcore communist. He's running around on U.S. soil, and he's bribing African officials out of the United Nations. The FBI is all over him. They're on his comms. They're on his email. They're text, they're on his phones, yada, yada. They make chapter and verse on this guy. In fact, they arrest Ho. He is charged. He is convicted. He goes to prison in the United States for bribing foreign officials on U.S. soil, the Africans. In the course of that, the FBI also finds out that Ho and CEFC China Energy are doing exactly the same thing with the Bidens. And in the $80,000 rings, at least $8 million, the exact same thing that they arrest Ho for doing with the Africans and put him in prison for. They not only don't pursue the Biden angle, they bury it. And when they prosecute Ho for the African stuff, they actually go to the links of going through like the transcripts of phone intercepts and texts and so forth. And any place there's a reference to the Biden's they redact it. And now we know that in the midst of this whole thing, the head of the FBI investigation, Charlie McGonagall, who was head of counterintelligence in New York field office, biggest FBI field office in the country, spy central New York. So Charlie McGonagall is one of our top spy hunters in this time frame. He's running the investigation that turns up all this evidence on the Biden's he meets secretly with another representative of the same outfit, CEFC China Energy. They hand him roughly a quarter of a million dollars. 
and Charlie makes it all go away. He gets bribed by the same guys that he's investigating, and he erases the. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, right. I was laughing at something you sent me. C E F C. Mm-hmm. Chinese spy outlet hands the top counter espionage FBI agent $250,000 and then he makes everything go away. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, okay, this, 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 is, this is the issue. Last week I heard testimony and you know, you hear rumors and oh, we think we got it and you hear Fox News clips. Fox News clips don't mean anything to me. You know, we think we have this, right? Right. And then this person said this. And then I heard testimony where the top FBI official takes a look at the reports that the underlings are doing, saying, scrub Joe Biden's name out of the report. Right. (laughs) Incredible. Beyond incredible. I mean... You know, I'm not allowed to say, you know, how we're to respond. I have to speak to these communists in a kind, gentle way. All I'm going to say is, God oh, So forbid, you don't go to jail. <laughs> forget about that. Yeah. No, I want to last as long as I can so I can grab one of them and stick a freaking DeWalt drill in their knee. Mm. Strap a communist to a chair, okay? And live stream their screams. Mm. I, that, pretty I graphic. Just, I wanna, huh? I said pretty graphic. <laughs> Oh, man. What are we going to do? Well, uh, are we going to let them run around? When you listen to Are we going to let them run around like they are now? Well, this is, and and believe it or not, this is only uh, one faction of who, of of who and what is happening in our country. It's only one faction of it. The entire upper echelon. We have all Mm -hmm. of Congress. I am going to complete. I wish... I wish I had the support of our viewers. We do have support to survive, of course, and we appreciate that. Yes, we do. Um, but if if you guys really, if you contributed, uh, I could go to freaking town. If you guys, you know, if you guys contribute to our church, all right, I will build so much information. I will bury them with truth. For instance, I want to have uh, a team of people going through the list. Uh, of people in Congress. And, you know, our current viewership just does, uh, I don't think we have the makeup of people that, you know, okay, yeah, I can do it and, and know how to, mm. you know, to do the research <laughs> and meticulously build. But we can go find those people uh, and I can build a team of people and we'll go through the list of Congress people. I'm, I'm doing full backgrounds. This take me a long time to do it, obviously, because I'm doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't afford the staff because I'm, I'm, I'm basically forced into a corner of poverty. But anyways... I want to build a list. Am I bitching? No. No. I'm calling upon everybody. Please support me. All right. I, I, I want to do a lot of things that I can't do a lot of things and I can't do it without your help. All right. I want to build a list of all the people that are presently in Congress. Um, what Whatever their background is. If it was former military intel. Okay. CIA. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Intel background. How many how many CIA agents are running around in Congress right now? I, I, I Congress forget, has been I forget the exact number, but 
it's 50% plus. Yeah. I mean, 50% it's, it's way plus. up there. Yeah. Well, the same with our news media too, Pete. I okay, mean, why, why does know, nobody run media? Why doesn't anybody, they're all CIA. Why doesn't anybody have the courage? Nobody has the courage to say CIA. Nobody has the courage to launch a protest at Langley. Okay, why mm. not? Why don't they? What are we? Have we become a nation of cowards? No, I just think I think it will happen. I just think that right now it's so unheard of, right? That people are like. You know, unheard of. We're hearing it. Well, I know, but we're just starting to hear. People are just starting to learn that that you know the intel services. Listen, you're you're talking about people here, Pete. That until six years ago, would would never have dreamed that the CIA and the FBI and the NSA were all the bad guys. They they would never have you couldn't have convinced them and in most cases, uh, when you did try to, people would just laugh at you and call you a conspiracy theorist. People are just waking up to this, and I, you know they're in a different stage of awakening than we are. We've been covering this stuff for a decade, and then before that, we were talking to people who covered it two decades before us. And we're and we're screaming to the rooftops, right? <clears throat> so people are just starting to to understand what is happening, and a lot of people go into complete denial. It's going to take a minute. You got to give people a chance here, but but I do think people are coming awake to it. I do, and I, and I do think that people are going to stand but, up. Does every is everyone understanding what's going on here? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, in our Rumble, our our locals chat over at frankspeech.com, is everyone understanding what's happening here? Mm -hmm. I, I I hope you do. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been overthrown. Uh, and, I mean, at a certain point, uh, when do the people go full-blown Sri Lankan? And that's a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. Sri Lankan. Right or Romanian? Hmm. Beautiful story, isn't it? Yes. Sorry, seeing who that we're is. Gonna, okay. We're gonna share that. That was, that was me. Yep. By the way, I can uh, hire somebody to do that. <laughs> All you right, can. Let's, let's go. Oh yeah. Okay. Hi, hire somebody. No, let's not. Huh? Let's not. <clears throat> I had the idea, ladies and gentlemen, just doing more with less. I could go buy cocaine and just stay up all month. <laughs> Right? And she's laughing. Uh -uh. She goes, oh, no. Believe me, you spent all your time finding more cocaine and getting nothing done. <laughs> it's and true. I, uh? It's true. I, I was mean, married to a cocaine addict. I know. You were? Oh, yeah. Yeah? <clears throat> yeah, we've talked about this, yes, right? Yes, we have. Yep. I'm just pretending like I don't know that. I know. Anyways. I mean, I've talked about it on air. It. It's it's no existence to okay. watch these people. Yeah, by the way, let everybody know. Chase it. Let everybody know how hardcore opposed I am to such things. I joke. Yeah, he, am, he truly I'm is. I'm so against drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. uh, I yeah. I will drink absolutely socially if if I'm getting drunk to where I I'm a control freak too. If I can't control myself mm -hmm. and be like control my happiness, yes, uh, under the influence of alcohol, you know. Like Jesus liked wine, you know what I mean, right? There you mm -hmm. go. And that kind of alcohol is what I do. 
Yeah. I don't, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't like people that, oh, shoot, one time Deb had, uh, I gave her too many martinis and she threw up in her, this is years ago. <laughs> I gave it's her too many martinis and she lost composure to the point it was where a, they were cosmopolitans she cosmopolitan and she grabbed her backpack and went oh, and well you were so nice was, to empty the backpack out for me I before i did out. that yeah you I knew said, it was, you knew I was the getting there yeah and that was it that's the last time she drank i'm like okay that's, that's it. fun like two two or three years ago now oh yeah i was like yeah well i'm done with that anyways okay <laughs> that was no thing. fun Oh, it was no fun. Okay. Sam, if I may address you as such. Please. This is deliberate. This isn't, we're not uncovering little things that happened, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very carefully planned and meticulously executed operation to take over complete control of the United States. That's why I mentioned the, uh, the Vladimir Lenin thing. Now, Lenin's not Chinese. But the point is, when you say he who owns the light bulb brings communism into the country, that's because when your energy, what, what, what's the key word in light bulb? I think it's light. Well, if there's no light coming out of your light bulb, you have no energy. And that's what this conversation with Sam Faddis is about. And this CF, uh, CEFC China Energy, big time spy ring, their operation is elite capture, meaning capture the elites. Sam, how is it possible for so many people to commit treason like this? They're not that stupid. They must know that taking money to shield and otherwise operate with a declared and avowed enemy, mortal enemy of the United States is treason, and they do it anyway. What can account for this? Yeah, well, I mean, there, there is absolutely no question from any, not just from a moral and ethical standpoint, but from a purely legal standpoint, that what we're talking about is treason without without question at this point on the part of a whole bunch of people. Yeah, you would think they would know that, look, you're making a deal with the devil and eventually you ought to be smart enough to know how this, this turns out. I think the unfortunate truth is we have a lot of people in positions of authority who have effectively sold their souls, right? I mean, this, this McGonagall, I mean, is the head spy, <laughs> it, I'm laughing because even, even though I know it to be true, it is still so, so horrifying that it's just hard to wrap your head around. You got like the guy at the pinnacle of our counterintelligence apparatus, whose entire focus is stopping foreign espionage, whose guys and gals come across evidence, forget about the fact that CEFC was bribing the president of Uganda and a Chadian official, which is what they eventually prosecuted. From a U.S. standpoint, they tumble to the fact that, good God, these guys have got their hooks into the then vice president, or had been vice president, who might still actually end up in the Oval Office. This is like the biggest counterintelligence threat we've ever faced as a nation, and Gonigal's response to that is not to turn on all the red lights in headquarters and say, drop everything else. Nobody does anything other than work this. He goes off and meets with a former Albanian intel guy who now works for the Chinese. The Albanians have always been tight with the Chinese and takes a big envelope of cash and he makes the whole thing go away. 
and somehow then goes home, I guess, and lies down and goes to sleep at night, having sold us out to our number one enemy, having buried the whole thing. And it is also shocking, I should add, that, I mean, we're talking about this and everything I'm saying is documented fact. There's no conjecture in here. And yet you can read news outlets all day long. And even the ones that are talking about McGonagall taking the money, which he pled guilty to, by the way, are burying the connection to the to the Chinese. They're pretending like it has nothing to do with the Bidens. They're, okay, McGonagall was a scumbag and he got bribed, but it has nothing to do with it. So it has everything to do with you it, know, obviously. Can I, can I say something? Hold on. There's got to be some emergency court. I mean, at what point, okay, now now we've gotten to the point to where anyone, anyone like in Congress that starts poo-pooing and say, oh, there's not enough, and they start suppressing, we're, we mm -hmm. don't have a full-blown mm -hmm. investigation, mm -hmm. and they start obstructing that, I mean, thank, thank God I'm not in Congress, seriously, don't let, do me, promise me that you will not let me go anywhere near Washington, D.C.? No. Never again. It's not worth it. It's really not. No, I don't ever want to go near D.C. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not going to run for office or anything. Because if I were Speaker of the House, all right, I'd replace the gavel with a freaking AR. Mm. Okay? Mm. And I just sit there. Anybody says anything stupid, poof, right? Like... <laughs> Right? Good grief. What? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like, there's not, you're, there's not enough evidence. <laughs> right? I mean, we're at war right now. Right? Oh, my God. Huh? You sound like a commie. Like a what? That's what communists do. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, there's that fine line, right? Uh, it, it, here's what they're telling us. What do we do? Uh, I know. But, they're, but like I'm saying, there's that fine line that, you know, gosh, I mean, if we get that far, if if it goes that far, then we're done anyway. I mean, you know, but listen, we're supposed to mistrust our government. It's that, that makes us a healthy country. We're not supposed to trust the CIA and the FBI. We've got a healthy dose of mistrust, right? We, we're not supposed to. And we're supposed to hold them accountable. But nowadays, when you hold them accountable, you're going to go to prison forever. And that is, that's how far this country has gone. They used to pay attention when the people started distrusting them. They would straighten out their act. They would get rid of certain people, right? The media was on your side. They didn't, they didn't care for the FBI and the CIA and all of them acting like that either. But nowadays, I mean, they prop them up, they cover for them, the media covers for the CIA and the FBI and the NSA and all of these, all of these groups, right? These communists, they, they cover for them. And then the, all of these groups cover for the media too. And all of these politicians. So, I mean, we're pretty much we're pretty much done there where well, they are pretty much done as far as infiltration goes and and changing um, the way this country is run. We're just not calling ourselves a socialist uh, 
socialist country yet, but by all means, we are. And we have even got conservatives out there now, Pete, that are so brainwashed that they are cozying up to RFK Jr. and they're cozying up to um, Tulsi Gabbard. And, and even I'm watching Jimmy Dore and saying, oh my gosh, he's making so much sense. It's really scary. It really is scary because that's what it's going to take to finish us off. That we go to sleep and we're not paying attention and we want, we are so desperate that we would actually prop up, campaign for, and vote for RFK Jr. It is amazing to me. And if you really search your soul and, and, and look at what's happening, you, you'll be amazed. I've had to, uh, listen, over the last week or two, I've even had to fight it off. People are saying RFK um, and, and Trump, Trump and RFK Jr. And I'm like, oh my gosh, aesthetically, and because I'm being so bombarded with propaganda and brainwashing in the last uh, two or three years, it sounds so wonderful, <clears throat> you know? It sounds like the best, but man, I mean, think about it. He is a progressive Marxist. That's what he is. Yes, he, he calls out the CIA and the FBI. What is, the, what is one of the number one goals in the Communist Manifesto that was read into Congress in 1963. 1963. What was one of the biggest things? Yeah, getting the, rid of the FBI. the FBI. Demonize the FBI. Demonize the FBI. Get yeah. rid of the FBI. It was the top of their agenda. Yeah. So we have to, you know, I, I'm looking back at all this stuff, and and I'm no better than anybody else. I get really frustrated because I'm fighting it with all I have to fight it. How about with. if we do this? Okay, mm -hmm. this is what we should do. Yeah. Just one felt swoop, right? Mm -hmm. um, just wait till election day. Don't tell anybody beforehand, right? Just mm -hmm. say, go cast your vote, right? Yeah. And then tally the votes. And anybody that voted for Trump, we can keep them. <laughs> and then no, everybody stop. else, put them in freaking gas chambers. I don't want to turn into the thing that I hate the most. Okay. Then and that I fear the most. Then let's become a theocracy. I don't want it. Oh, uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just listen, kidding. Listen, I, I we got to do something radical. Over the past, what? <laughs> uh, listen, over the past 10 years since we've been doing this, what? I have I learned one big lesson after you got arrested. I started learning. Oh, yeah. the, that you don't want the Christians in charge. I, I started learning the lesson <laughs> a little bit before. Uh, but Christians are so diverse in their belief system. Like there's so many different sext of of christians and i'm i want you guys to hear me and hear me well i would rather live under communist rule than some of the christians that wanted to take over the government back in 2014. Oh. I, I you know a lot of people are going to get mad at me for saying that but it is absolutely 100 percent the truth theocrats Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, listen. Radical. You would be burned at the stake. Oh, you yeah. would no longer have freedom of speech. 
you just wouldn't. I mean, they wanted to burn me at the stake. They came after me so hard. And and these people have all these crazy religious Christian, and they call it Christianity. And I'm like, no, that is not Christianity, first of all. Mm. It just isn't. I mean, they would literally be putting people to death and just as bad as the communist. And, and I know that that's terrible. You have to live yeah. what I lived to understand what I'm telling you guys is 100% truth. It is. And I even told them, I would rather live under communist rule, at least have a chance of fighting it, than be under the rule of y'all. Because yeah. I'm not kidding. You me. know what? We shouldn't kill anyone. We should just sit here and wait for them to kill us. That's what we should do. Thanks. <laughs> huh? Right? No, I think I think what, what it comes down to. Like, I don't want to become murderous. Oh, okay, let's just sit here like freaking sitting ducks. Well, no, I mean, you know, we have to have some kind of form of yes. All right, everybody line up, and then I'll shoot. A fairness. You. Why can't we just? We'll, why have, can't, we'll do it in an organized. Why can't fashion. we just use, line up for me to shoot you in the face? Why can't we just use the Constitution <laughs> that we have? Yes. And treason's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. What do you think? Right. Oh, listen to that. What? That is so good. Dirty, dirty bits that I wouldn't want to live under a Liz Cheney regime either. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Authoritarian. Huh? Uh, seriously. And yeah. she calls herself a Christian. She really does. So fake Christian. George, yeah. George Bush Christian. Right. Well, baby blood drinker. And believe me, the other side, godless people baby. are huh? just as bad. On yeah. the other side. So what do we do? I don't know. Uh, we need men too in this country. Mm. Got a bunch of, you know, uh, you know, you know what I like the, the kind of men I like. Believe it or not, mm -hmm. all right. They call him the pillow guy, but every time you see him, he's like getting ready to go duck hunting. Yeah. Who's, who's that? <laughs> That's Mike Lindell. He's a real freaking dude. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He yeah. is. Yeah. You know, hang out with mm -hmm. that guy. He's a CEO. I was in his office. I got that picture. I was looking at it. I'm like, this is a real freaking. We need men like this in this country. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like all men should be like that. Right? Well, the, the, listen, our founding father said this, Pete, and won't I'm going to paraphrase. Down, won't give up. He'll take $300 million and <clears throat> throw well, it at our, you. Our founding you father know? said this, right? He'll, he'll, he'll stuff $300 million, listen, $1 bills in a flamethrower. This is why people like Mike Lindell work. And they are on the right path. Our, finding our founding fathers said that our constitution is only good for a moral people, right? And, and that's what we need to get back to. It's, it's not about being a Christian or about being a Muslim or a Jew mm. or a Catholic or a Protestant or a Baptist. It's about being moral. Right. Our Constitution is only going to work if we are a moral people. And unfortunately, that's not the case anymore. Right. We are a society that is failing. Our society and our social norms are being more and more demoralized every day. So the Constitution is no longer going to work under under that, right? Yeah. You can be a Jew or a Muslim or a Christian or whatever, atheist, 
atheist, whatever you want to call yourself, you can be all those things, but what you can't be is immoral because our constitution will not work hmm. if that starts happening. That's right. And unfortunately it has. You know what? I think I'm going to become a transgender. And yeah. You know why? <laughs> why? Look at me. I got gray hair and yeah. stuff. And Vandersteel. I think I'm going to wake up and like an I'll take a power nap, wake up and just start identifying as a blonde and <laughs> Vandersteel. Isn't she awesome? She's she just down is. on the border. She's down I mean, on the border. I, and I'm not just being gooberish, okay? You know how much we love Ann Vandersteel. We, we know do. her in person. She's a great spirit. And yeah. she and she's beautiful, not in a gooberish kind of way. Mm -hmm. you know? Right, isn't she? She really is beautiful. But seriously, the yeah. the more she just radiates and exudes you know, constitutionality and freedom and awesomeness. And and then she goes down to the border, okay, and goes and mm -hmm. kicks border butt, okay? And then she looks younger and younger every time. There she is right next to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to identify as a blonde Ann Vandersteel. Okay? <laughs> she is beautiful. And we had the opportunity to meet her husband a few weeks ago. Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. And uh, let's go. he's quite the handsome Come gentleman, on, too. Go. We can pull to stop this train. This, this cannot be allowed to go on even another six months because... The moment that enough people start getting wise to what's really going on here, they've been confused and just decided they disconnect because it's too complicated. I don't want to hear about it. Besides, I like that guy. and yeah. I can't believe he would yeah. do these things. Folks, they are doing these things. And I think they're going to make a move sooner than later. What do you What do you think? I know you don't have a crystal ball. I do, but I can't get the shop to even take my call anymore. Well, <laughs> Wendy, what do you think is the next shoe to drop and how soon if you were just well, musing well, over it? Look, if you're Xi Jinping, the chairman of the Chinese Communist Party, and you bought yourself a U.S. president, are you waiting for to throw the dice on the possibility that Donald Trump is returning? Or having achieved this level of penetration, are you going to press your advantage? My take yep. is you're going to press your advantage. So yes. you ought to be, from a national security perspective, you ought to be looking at something... It, Whatever significant moves the Chinese Communist Party wants to make, so for instance, blockading or for that matter invading Taiwan, could very well happen like any day, right, right now. And I, I would also challenge people, I would say, look, because I get it that a lot of this stuff sounds like, okay, if you, if you told me this stuff five years ago, I'd say, plot of a bad novel, nobody will ever believe it. Now you realize, as we do with so many things, Good Lord, it's true. Make a list of every decision that, that Biden has made since he sat down in the Oval Office that has foreign policy or national security implications and just do one of those little decision tree things. Benefits the United States or benefits communist China. And if you can find one where he took a decision that was to our benefit and to their detriment, you're doing better than me. You were talking before about... Uh, Strategic oil reserve, right? I, I, I think it was the very first thing the guy did: declare war on fossil fuels, drain our strategic oil reserves, and tell us we got to move to a green economy, which means we're one hundred percent dependent on rare earth minerals. And who controls essentially all the rare earth minerals on the planet? The Chinese. And who can afford them? Who and who can afford them no, with an with an economy like this? Nobody can afford them. They destroy the economy, and to the extent you can buy them, 
the communist Chinese have a complete stranglehold. So for all your lithium batteries, you can't build a single one of them if the Chinese decide you don't get the stuff you need to make one. <sighs> I feel like... Uh... The Judge Roy Bean character is portrayed by Paul Newman. Bar, <laughs> bar's open. Let's go over there and have a drink. We're going to have to have a yeah, drink. That's right. Know? That's right. This is, uh, and so, who was Heather, uh, who was in, who was over McGonagall? Uh, so, who at the time would have been the head of FBI? Comey, I think, right during this time frame. Well, there you go, right there. The guy who used to be a communist but doesn't know what he is now. I know what he is, but I can't say it over the air. Uh, I mean, this um, is the unfortunate. This is the unfortunate part of this, right? Is that okay? McGonagall ought to burn. Listen, uh, we have to. And if you're just tuning in now, we're gonna hit it really hard on the other side. Matt Gates is gonna be under attack. That guy. I mean, I think he, it, they're at the point now where they'd have to kill. Not saying that uh, that they're going to kill. But they would have to kill Matt Gates to stop this guy. Mm. He's going full-blown scorched earth. He is absolutely hell-bent on doing the right thing. And it does not include McCarthy in the mix. McCar Matt Gates, God bless him. Seriously. Well, they want to get rid and, of him And now, now McCarthy's like aligned <laughs> with the Democrats. We'll go into that in the next hour. Mm -hmm. Let me finish out playing this. Stay tuned. We're going to hit it really hard in the next hour. It's going to be an important hour. Don't go away, okay? Stay right there. For, for selling out his country and being a traitor. Um, but that he's a name on a list. I mean, Hunter Biden's laptop, right? 51 supposed spies. 51 former intelligence officials is a better way to describe it. Come out of the woodwork and sign on to a letter that says, as far as the American people are concerned, pay no attention to Hunter Biden's laptop. It's a Russian, it's a fabrication, it's Russian disinformation, it's false, ignore it. Okay, well, I mean, I was one of, the, I, I saw Hunter Biden's laptop very, very, very early on because I was called in to look at the hard drive because the folks that had it did not want to run with a story if they were being led around by the mess, right? They, they were like, okay, before we do anything, are we being played? So I was brought in. I looked at it but almost instantaneously. I'm like, okay, look, is there an email on this hard drive that maybe was fabricated? Maybe. I don't know. Is this thing whole cloth fake? Is this all made up? Is this Russian disinformation? No, it's impossible. There are 9 million reasons why. That's a physical impossibility. If you'd asked me to do it when I was at CIA to somebody else, I would have said, it, I can't do that. It won't stand up to scrutiny for longer than five minutes. If you want me to tell you why, I'll give you 5,000 reasons why. But the bottom line is anybody who's ever run an op knows not possible. So that letter is absurd. And they knew it was absurd. And they lied to the American people to bury it. Bury evidence of the compromise of a guy running for president. They deliberately did it. Sam Faddis, you and I do not know each other personally, but I'm, I'm going to um, to just uh, pose this question as if we'd known each other for years. I say again, even though we really haven't. After your experience in the Middle East and South Asia, what is generally the fate, as you have observed it, or 
learned of it, of those who support an incoming communist regime once that communist regime is established. Are they rewarded or maybe not? Well, ever since the onset of communism, there is one fate, right? Ultimately, way too late, you realize that you're the guy being put up against the wall now or being sent away to the gulag. That's what happens to you, right? It, they eat their own. Did you hear what the man said? I know there are some of you in government who are listening. I know this. You know, I, I can't tell you how I know it because, well, then you know the rest of that. But here's the thing. You're not going to make it. Once this coup is completely accomplished, you're toast. Your wife's toast, your sister, your sister-in-law, your brother, your brother-in-law, your actual brother, your mom, your dad, you're all gone. Read a history book. What you think you're special? You're going to escape that fate? You won't. When your usefulness is spent, you're dead. And there you have it. That's what's in store. There's so many of these communists, top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of thousands of federal employees, half of them are, you know. By, by, by the way, socialism itself is, here, hold on a second, I'll read it to you. Well, it's on display um, in full force. These, Today these is the beginning. Huh? Today is the beginning of the New York fraud trial. And yeah, Donald course. Trump. But we're not uh, talking fraud right now. We're I gonna, know. We're going to go but, to that in the next hour. I but just we're wanna... talking about. Mm. But what we're talking about here is 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 it is that it's on full display. Yeah, right? they're the, not even hiding these, it these anymore. These socialists, mm -hmm. these communists, okay, have so deeply embedded. Um, here, here I have in Lloyd Brunson's uh, uh, Constitution. Um, how and why promoting socialism is a felony, okay? These are criminals that are anti-constitutional, mm -hmm. right? What I want to do is enforce the Constitution. That's what I do want to do. I mean, it take, well, of course, I want to give Comey a five-minute trial and then shove a slug in his face as a penalty for treason, right? People like that. John Brennan, his <laughs> trial, two minutes, right? Two minutes. Um, but but these people need to be held to account to the U.S. Constitution. Um, I cannot believe that the military is that far gone. Mm. I cannot believe that our military is that far gone. I cannot believe it. I mean, really, at, at, at the point, it, you know, where things have broken down that bad, then you end up with a talk show host that's frustrated, which is which I'm expressing the frustration of a lot of other people. I'm telling everyone, oh, everyone operate with restraint. And then I come to work saying we're going to shoot everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's what happens Well, when you have that much after, lawlessness. After a trial. Of course. but You're not just saying we're going to start going out in the street. No, that's but, not what but, you're but saying. I can't be a hypocrite. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm expressing the same level of frustration that everyone else is feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, and then nothing gets done. But this is what happens when... When people with badges and guns, like at the FBI, are operating at the behest of the communists, the elite captures actually captured the entire FBI. I mean, they're covering up for the Chicom enabler. Can you mm -hmm. imagine that? The FBI. Mm. Don't don't freaking come anywhere into our neighborhoods. How about that? How about we stop them? We tell the sheriff, don't allow them to break the plane 
of the border of your county. Why can't we do that? Why, why can't we just snap in our own little way, right? Mm-hmm. To restore constitutionality. Why can't we? Hmm? I want to. I do. What about you? Yes. Well, it can only happen if we if we stay the course, right? And we don't give in. Stay the course is one step closer to them rounding us up. Yep. I have documentation of such. All right, everybody yep. stay there. Uh, Mike Lindell now uh, under an IRS audit for alleged unlawful employment practices. They won't, they're not going to stop. No, they aren't until they get out. They're not. Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited time you can get my six-piece towel sets regularly $109.99 now only $39.99 the lowest price ever with your promo code hi I'm Ron Paul I know what you're thinking another gold commercial but don't put the TV on mute you owe it to yourself to listen stock markets may be high right now but they'll eventually fall when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. 
This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world. But in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks. And the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. You got a cigarette hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> You're hilarious. <clears throat> did I hit that button? <laughs> you did. Oh, that's too funny. Why? I don't know. It just looked funny. It did? Yep. <laughs> it's just nervous habit. Yeah. <laughs> a nervous habit. Habit. Mm. <laughs> oh. Hello, darling. <laughs> you know what? Uh, okay. How do we respond? Okay, so we can't shoot them. And we're not going to, like, like we can't shoot the, the people that are going after Mike Wendell. Mm -hmm. But we have to, like, we have to do something, right? Mm. Like, you know, you can't just sit there and say, oh, how you doing, Mike? <laughs> you know what I mean? You got, we got to rise up. We can. We can do this peacefully. I say we have a pillow fight. <laughs> 
A pillow fight. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Why not? Um, okay, a couple different ways. Uh, Mike, literally, out of the goodness of his heart, gave us a great deal for the promotion for the pillows. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, so here's here's a great way. I'm 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 just gonna have to say this. I'm gonna play a video. All right. Uh, but Judge Kelly. Okay. Here's a great way. My Pillow 2.0. We have pillows in stock. Okay. And 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 by the way, I mean I I have to say this. Uh, he didn't send me like a big fat invoice, right? Just yet. Uh, they were going to deduct it from our commissions, and they said, or we can wait till next month, right? Meaning we've got an opportunity to sell the pillows. So I have a whole bunch of them, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's do this. Uh, go to pistolpeachstore.com, all right? Judge Kelly, the judicial gigolo, right? <laughs> Right, and what we're doing, you can oh, buy boy. the pillow, right? Mm-hmm. You can you can buy the pillow, and we'll ship the pillow to Judge Kelly. And I'm going to do something really special, okay, for those that are participating in that. Um, I'm going to do something really special. You and I, all right. This is what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to give. We may not be able to give out frames because that's a little bit too expensive. Mm-hmm. But we can do autographed copies of our photos yeah. and signed constitutions mm-hmm. uh, and and send it to you guys. I mean, those are our beloved supporters that are willing to step up and we got a creative solution here. So uh, maybe we can, can we do telephone calls? Do you think we can call everybody? Or, no. or maybe do like a conference call. What do you think? You want to do a conference call? Yeah, we could do that. Just a private one. A private conference call with Deb and I. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, and when can we do it? You want to do it this week? We'll do it this week. Yeah, we can. I want to do that because 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 those are the people that we want to spend time with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not 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 the people that aren't doing anything hiding behind their computer. Seriously, I want nothing to do with anybody that's not. <laughs> I I'm serious. I just don't. I mean, th- those people that are just not doing anything and are sitting there, what are you going to do for me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Consuming, feeding, apathetic buzzards. No, I want to spend and dedicate all of our time to our beloved uh, viewers over at, and Deb Jordan, you know what? Let's let's do this. Will you do this for me? Uh-huh. On our locals, okay? I want you, before we do LFA, all right? I'm going to kick off the LFA segment early because we're not doing the broadcast all the way into the evening. Mm-hmm. So I want to do like a, like a Q&A type thing. As I'm getting ready for LFA show, I'll kick it off at like 3 o'clock. Just come down. Today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be in the chat room while I get the live stream going on. I mean, poor people are sitting there. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, hey, can you come and talk to everybody? Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel bad. I get the thing going. And then, you know, they're like, hey, you're supposed to give me some attention. What's going on? You know, and I'm just pecking away. Mm -hmm. Come down. You guys will be able to do a special little Q&A. It's not going to be broadcasts out to anywhere else. Um, Spend some time with us at 3 o'clock. I'll kick off the locals stream. Okay, we'll do that. All right, there you go. While I'm working and ignoring you. 
Deb Jordan will help with, right? Maybe you can just throw some, um, some Q and A's at us. Yeah, I, I want to spend time with our beloved supporters. Mm-hmm. I want to spend time with those that support programs like this. Mike Lindell has stepped up for this, this promotion. Okay. He's given us like a deep discount. And then the proceeds go to, uh, to Norm Pattison and Owen Schroyer, who are literally taking his case up to the Supreme Court if they have to. Norm Pattis is the guy to do that. You heard him before. Yeah. So go to Pistol Pizza. Listen, we're not making a dime on this. We're not making a dime. We're literally dedicating all of our resources um, to doing this so that we can get these guys the money. We just figure a great way to do it is, you know, just be annoying, right? It's the... <laughs> Just ungovernable. Ungovernable. Ship pillows, right? We'll ship direct to Judge Kelly. And by the way, I already contacted the Marshal Service. I said, when you receive a bunch of pillows, it's just an expression. Don't worry about it. We don't mean any harm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just pillows. He'll have a bunch of my pillow 2.0s, right? So go to pistolpeachstore.com. Use promo code Owen, right? If you have the means to do it. And then everybody that's doing the pillow promotion this week, Deb and I are going to do, we'll do a conference call. Yeah. Just an audio conference call on our audio line. We'll do that. Okay. Just chat with you for a little bit. I want to give everybody access and attention and have the discussion with our, with the people that are willing to step up and fight the fight. I mean, I'm, I'm really going to start stripping away those that are just not doing anything, just like going along for the ride. What do they say? The world revolves around the following principle. Mm-hmm. It has a set of handles on it. Okay. There are those that grab a handle and push and make the world go around. And then there are those that don't. And they just go along for the freaking ride. And it's time to, huh? You know what we should do? Just make it go fast enough to make those people spin off. Right? Yeah. Anyways. So Mike Lindell, all right. Um, what what do we do about Mike Lindell? What do we do? What do we do, Deb Jordan? I'm I'm gonna play about before I play Mike Lindell, what do we do about Mike Lindell? We support him any we, way we can. Now we support him right now. Mm-hmm. Right now we support him. Yep. Okay. His sales should quadruple. Okay? Should quadruple. You don't sit there and say, well, maybe you did something wrong with the IRS. No, he does. He has such a beautiful business. He has such a beautiful business. The beautiful people. This is just straight up 1,000% harassment that's going on right here, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, look at that 20th anniversary sale. Let me put this up. Wow. Jeez, I, I didn't mean to do this. This was on the screen right here. Six-piece towel set, $39.99, right? MyPillow.com forward slash Pete. Giza's, look at that. Mm-hmm. $29. Mattress toppers, right? Oh, can I say something? The three-inch coil. I love our mattress topper. It's amazing. Yeah. Percale <laughs> really sheets, right? $24.98. Yeah. Slippers, right? Yep. Awesome slippers. We have Winter's them. coming. That's right. Look at that uh, limited edition, 1998 for the, what was that? What was 1998? Wow, king size 29. 
Queen size, 1998 for a MyPillow, all right? And you can order that by going to mypillow.com uh, forward slash Pete. All right, here it is. Here's Mike Lindell and his report. Let's get this update. And it better be updating. We will update. Yes, we will. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, my God. Nicoletta, think big. Think above. Think Look above down. Hmm? Yes. Think big. Think big what? Just a comment she's making. I think love big. it. Trumpy bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, oh, okay. We're sorry. You haven't installed this when you did your last update. Yes. Mindy Patriot Angel says, I love the flannel sheets. There's nothing like them. I agree. It's We're getting close. I think after this week, we'll be in flannel sheet weather here, and we'll be using those. I'm going to pull out my flannel sheets. I love them, too, uh, Mindy. Yeah. They're fantastic. <clears throat> through depositions for these machine companies, they attack MyPillow, which is an employee-owned company. And it's amazing, Steve, how all these machine companies get protected. Nobody wants to talk about them. Nobody wants to, uh, all these frivolous lawsuits out there took so much of my time away from MyPillow. Uh, and, and believe me, I don't like sitting through depositions, but it's disgusting. Now we're getting an audit. We have an audit coming against MyPillow. All this stuff, they're just attacking and, and uh, Hold it, hold it. Hang on. Ho, ho, ho. Are you, hang on, hang on. You're breaking some news. You're an IRS. The IRS is auditing you guys. Oh, no. Hold on a second. You know what I'm concerned about now? What? They want to know how many places he's supporting. Mm. Is that Pete Santilli on your list? Mm. Is that Steve Bannon on your list? And they're going to figure out who to go. You know what? This is disgusting. This is disgusting. He should, will he be able to hide? Will he be able to tell the IRS? No, you can't look at that. No. <laughs> no, he can't. He can't. What? Huh? No, you can't see my list of affiliates. Well, you know, basically that's what it comes down to. That's what they're going to go after. At least partially. At least part of it is getting, you know, getting all those numbers. Yeah. Mm. Wow. I'm thinking about that. Huh? You know what? Let's do this. Okay. Everybody just freaking purchase like crazy. And 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 at my pillow. Use promo code Pete. Okay. <laughs> Use promo code Pete. That's the equivalent of our protest against them. And then we'll send um I'll find out who who the auditor was, and I'll sell him, send him some pillows. Right? <laughs> what do you think? Here it is. There you go. I'm gonna play this back again. How do they sleep at night? Huh? How do they sleep at night? I, I'm panicking right now. Mm. You know why? Huh? Mm. You know why? Why? Because they're trying to find out who his affiliates are. They want to go through his books. That's why they're doing it. Sure. But how is Mike Lindell and the company doing? 
Well, it's uh, interesting you ask that. The last couple of weeks, I've sat through depositions for these machine companies. They attack my pillow, which is an employee-owned company, and it's amazing, Steve, how all these machine companies get protected. Nobody wants to talk about them. Nobody wants to. Uh, all these frivolous lawsuits out there took so much of my time away from my pillow. Uh, and, and believe me, I don't like sitting through depositions, but it's disgusting. Now we're getting an audit. We have an audit coming against my pillow. All this stuff, they're just attacking. And, and, uh, I, and yeah, I get right off my pillow. Hold on, hold on. Hang on. Ho, ho, ho. Are you, hang on, hang on. You're breaking news. You're an IRS. The IRS is auditing you guys? Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, where did that come from? And, uh, you know, so I, I can't do you, think everybody. Do you, but do you think are you are you are you are you implying are you implying that you think that this came as a political payback for your efforts to uh, to make sure the 2020 election is sorted out? A hundred percent. You know, we got to get rid of these machines, and all I do is get attacked every day for it. And and it's a, it's a the pushback that comes from every bureau, from my phone being taken by the FBI, now the IRS audit. And my company being attacked every single day, and Steve, it's a, it's an all-out assault because what? Because I want same-day voting paper ballot hand counted, and uh, and it's our own party that pushes back a lot in these states too, and it's disgusting. Um, yeah, and guess what? It's the Republicans that are saying, "Oh, IRS, you shouldn't do that," and then they hand them big bags of cash to go so they can do get it. Their eighty thousand uh, auditors. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the Republicans that are the greatest threat to our constitutional republic right now, uh, because now we got Republicans that are going to go after Matt Gates, of course, aren't they? Uh, now we're going to we're going to get an update here. OK. As a matter of fact, can can you will you allow me to do this? Yeah, sure. We're, we're going to do some news perusal because I want to see the uh, the latest and greatest updates right now. Um, uh, on this Gates situation, all right, and I'm I'm going to take a look at. Obviously, we have to take a look at um, at Gateway Pundit. I'm going to get a setup here off the press. We'll take a look at um, we'll take a look at what finger, right? We will take a look at what finger, and then we will look at zero hedge. Uh, right? Somebody saying that the code Owen. Promo code Owen is not working on the site. Are don't, they doing something wrong? Don't worry about it. Just order the product. It, it, it's at, it doesn't even matter. Just order the one that's for Owen. There's only one. There's only one. Um, yeah. Owen, Owen will, when you make the purchase, uh, it'll, it'll settle out. You know, I don't even think you have to use the promo code. Okay. It does work as we've been shipping them. All right. Um, oh, all right. So we got uh, President Trump news. He's going to be going to court. We'll be covering. He's already that. there, huh? He's already there. We'll we'll be covering that this afternoon because oh, yeah. his attorneys have done a. They're out front. Uh, they already did their press conference, and from what I'm understanding, Trump was like blasting. Uh, Trump was blasting still the the judge, you know, Letitia James. He's he's not backing down, and he's actually in court today. He came. Yep. Oh, he, he has to. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. 
Trump prior. I want to I want to go to the McCarthy piece. OK, why, why are they bearing McCarthy news right now? <laughs> huh? Oh, no. Go figure, huh? Yeah. Let's uh, let's take a look at this. He won't testify in the fraud case for weeks. Right. Mm hmm. That's what's uh, looking to happen here. Trump in New York. What? Okay, where's the Gates news? This is the biggest news right now. Did they bury it? I'll survive. Gates says he plans to try to oust McCarthy later this week. Okay. Yeah, so um, McCarthy has, uh, has decided, he and his rhino counterparts have decided or or comrades, should I say, have decided that they are going to try to oust Matt Gates and, and that, push him out of that's Congress, right. which would yeah. be like the biggest mistake McCarthy ever made. He does that, and he is, I mean. Let's, let's listen to Matt Gates right here. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Republican Congressman Matt Gates of Florida who has been Speaker Kevin McCarthy's chief antagonist in all of this. So I want to start right with what you've been saying all along, uh, that you would uh, move to oust him as Speaker, and what McCarthy said just yesterday. Take a listen. That's all right if Republican and Democrats join together to do what is right. If somebody wants to make a motion against me, bring it. There has to be an adult in the room. So are you going to do it? Or are you going to move to oust him? Kevin McCarthy's going to get his wish. I don't think the adult in the room would allow America to sit atop a $33 trillion debt facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. I don't think the adult in the room would allow $8 trillion of this debt to come into refinancing at a higher level without serious spending cuts. And I don't think the adult in the room would lie to House conservatives. And that is exactly what Kevin McCarthy did. In January, to get the speakership, Kevin had to agree to certain guardrails on spending. And he had to agree to a process that would allow us to put some downward pressure on spending. Since the mid-90s, this country has been governed by revolving continuing resolution and omnibus spending bill. And what that means is that America's lawmakers take one up or down vote on the funding of the entire government. That is crazy. That is the reason we're 33 trillion in debt. We want to move to single subject spending bills. So he made that commitment. He broke it. And if at this time next week, Kevin McCarthy is still Speaker of the House. It will because, be because the Democrats bailed him out and he can be their speaker, not mine. So, so when, when do you make this move? Uh, you'll be seeing it this week. This week, okay. That's now, why I came on the show this now, week. Now, now, look, it, it takes only one person, obviously, you, uh, to, to call for a vote uh, to remove him, so-called uh, motion to vacate. But you would need a majority to remove him, which means you're going to need de Democrats to remove him. Do you really think that Democrats are going to vote to remove Kevin McCarthy because he made a deal with Democrats? No. I actually think Democrats are going to bail out Kevin McCarthy. So this is an exercise to show the American people who really governs you and how that governing occurs. So Amen. I'm on a mission to change it where we're evaluating these bills. Oh, I, I, let me pause there. This guy is mm -hmm. literally scorch earthing it right now. He's, he's not running for anything but principle. Mm -hmm. I mean, he tells you straight he, up. He just spoke. 
I, I love the truth that he just told. Oh, yeah. Finally. He says. Up or down vote. He says, is this going to work? Probably. He's, he says, he's telling you it's not going to work, but it's going to show you something. I am going to expose them. He is going to force the Democrats and Kevin McCarthy and all of his cohorts, which is the Uniparty. He's going to force them all to come show, out into the show light. Their, show their hand. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Independently, Kevin McCarthy is off making a secret deal on Ukraine as he's baiting Republicans to vote for a continuing resolution that doesn't include Ukraine. So the one thing Democrats, Republicans, the White House that we all have in common is that Dem is that Kevin McCarthy at one point or another has lied to all of us. But if they want to keep him, then he belongs to them. But so, so you're not accomplishing anything here. I mean, that's it, not true. Well, you, well, you, you don't have the votes. To oh, move. my gosh. Well, Listen to this by guy. The way, I don't know until we have him. And by of course, the way, he's accomplishing something. The first time, but I might have him before the 15th ballot. That's the number of ballots Kevin McCarthy needs. So, so are you going to do this every day like you had suggested? Or are you going to like go, go through this process of voting over and over and over again? I am relentless and I will continue to pursue this objective. And if all the American people see is that it is a uniparty that governs them. Amen. And that it is always the Biden McCarthy Jeffries government that makes dispositive decisions on spending, then I am I am seeding the fields of future primary contests to get better Republicans in Washington who will actually tackle these deficits and debts. I mean, yeah. If you somehow succeed after multiple tries, I mean who would be the speaker? Uh, well, we have a lot of it, look. We have a lot of talented people in our conference. Obviously, it's it's a it's an awkward discussion while our number two, Steve Scalise, is in treatment for yeah. blood cancer. So it's I'm not going to pass somebody over because they're getting a medical. What about Byron Donalds? That's who. That. That's who right, they started out with. What Hakeem Jeffries said after the. Oh, Kevin's new boss. Let's okay, hear from him. It was a victory for the American people, and a complete and total surrender by right-wing extremists who throughout the year have tried to hijack the Congress. I guess you agree with you agree with part of that. You well, agree it was a total surrender? No, it wasn't a surrender by, by the MAGA wing. We lost. A defeat is not a surrender. There were 90 Republicans who voted against this bad deal, and we did not prevail because here's what I've observed in the 118th Congress. On matters of frivolity or messaging bills, Kevin McCarthy is fine partnering with House conservatives. But whenever it comes to the money, right, the debt limit, the budget process, Kevin McCarthy's true coalition partner is Hakeem Jeffries. But, but I, I want to, you, you face some criticism from fellow conservatives on this who say that you are the one that basically kneecapped McCarthy because he tried to do a bill that included changes in border policy. He tried to do a, 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 a bill that would have cut some spending. This is what Eric Erickson uh, said after the bill passed. Conservatives got the whole of the House GOP to agree to cut the government by 8% as their opening negotiation with the Senate. But Matt Gates decided his grudge against Speaker McCarthy was more important, so he helped scuttle cuts, and now the government is going to grow. They're saying this is your fault. The cuts I were mean, illusory. I mean, he, he, that was a mirage. The, the Biden administration had already put out a statement of administration policy that they were going to veto that. The Senate had already said they weren't going to take it up. So this is about what turf we battle on to reduce spending. I do not believe that we will ever reduce spending if the manner of negotiation is just what is the condition or the ornament that we're going to hang on to a continuing resolution. Since the mid-90s, this government has been 
ruled by continuing resolution or omnibus bill. That's why we're 33 trillion in debt. My plan to go into single subject spending bills would actually allow us to put that downward pressure. And I acknowledge that in divided government, you have to work with Senate Democrats. You have to work with the White House, but I don't think but, you should work with them on a continuing resolution or an omnibus bill. You should make those Senate Democrats have to take up our defense bill to give troops a raise, take up our homeland security bill to make changes at the border, take up our veterans bill. And if they did those things, people would have to vote on specific programs rather than just saying, oh, well, you know, I voted for the government funding bill and sure there's some stuff at the Department of Education I don't like, but I had to be there for the veterans. So, 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 so I know you say this is not personal with Kevin McCarthy, but it sure sounds personal. You, I'm you're, you're talking, talking about substantive okay, de-dollarization. But, 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 but let me ask you about the relationship. Well, when was the last time you talked to him one-on-one? -on -one? I mean, have you had a... Well, matter of fact, just a couple weeks ago, Kevin McCarthy appointed me to the National Defense Conference Committee on the NDAA, and we spoke about some of our aligned defense priorities. So this isn't personal. Some people make policy disagreements personal because their own policy failures are so personally embarrassing to them. I hold no personal animus to any uh, with any of my Republican colleagues. By the way, including my Republican colleague you're about to have on next, who's had some pretty terse words for me. But at the end of the day, this is about spending. This is about the deal Kevin made in January. I do resent the fact that Kevin is like owned by lobbyists and special interests. That sounds that's, personal. By no, the way. it's not. It's not personal. It's that's an attack on the guy's integrity. Well, it, it it is an attack on the system that he has used to obtain the speakership. I am fighting for a different system, okay. one based on spending guardrails, agreements on process. Kevin promised us 72 hours to read the bill. We didn't have it. He promised us $100 million wouldn't go onto the suspension agenda without the opportunity for amendments. Broke that deal too, and he promised us we'd return to pre-COVID spending levels. There is almost no promise right. he hasn't violated. All right, Matt Gates, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you. Kevin McCarthy weighed in on the challenges wow. to the speakership after the vote yesterday. Mm -hmm. This is what he had to say. Hold on a second. Oh, no, we, we already caught that. That's a, that's a rewind. All mm -hmm. right. Lot, lots of stuff to, to unpack here. All right. right. McCarthy, just we just watched him do exactly what all politicians do. They say one thing, they do another. Sure. Um, here's another thing is when you conspire, for instance, to, you know, to take money that we don't want to be sent to Ukraine. We don't. And to cut a deal behind the scenes, that's actually against the law. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. um, that's illegal. What's that called? Hmm? That's, that's a felony, right? Isn't it? It is. I forget what it's called, but yes, everyone's talking about it. He could literally uh, when go to two, prison. When two or more people work together in order to commit a misdemeanor, the crime rises to the level of a felony. It is a crime of a felony theft when two or more legislators act together in order to have your property taken, your money, right, mm -hmm. from you for the sole purpose of giving it to a foreign government. That's a felony. He, he's committing a felony, cutting a deal because mm. it's outside of the legislative process, right? He's cutting a deal saying, oh, you know, uh, so uh, we, we won't vote for it here, but we'll cut a deal over here and we'll be able to send the money. He's literally trying to cut a deal to send tens of billions of dollars to Ukraine. That's your money. 
How many of you right now want money sent to the meat grinder? What is the meat grinder, by the way? Hmm? Ukraine. It is the meat grinder. It mm -hmm. is. It is a money laundering operation. They have to present the image uh, that they have to present the image that there's a possibility they're going to win. There's another surge, but no. Uh, the the Russians just said we're slaughtering them. We just killed ninety thousand Nazis, mm. and their mission has failed. But the United States need needs to keep the money flowing. That's what Vladimir Putin said. That's what the Russians are are saying right now. Mm -hmm. So they're they're sending tens of billions of dollars over there so that they can get a cut of the action. It's a money laundering operation, ladies and gentlemen. The, the weapons are not being sent there to defend anybody in Ukraine. The, the reason why they're sending it is to make money. They're laundering. We'll be right back with lots more crap. is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency, which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, PhD, 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. Our American heroes love getting down and dirty, fighting for our freedoms and safety. My fellow Americans, the Hero Soap Company is a veteran-owned business with quality soaps and scrubs made in America for the benefit of our American heroes. Each bar of handmade soap is blended with a mix of essential oils, real goat's milk, saponified oils of safflower, palm and coconut, and all natural colorants. Place your order today by visiting MyHeroSoap.com for a 20% discount. And for every purchase, a portion of sales is donated to charities focused on helping veterans and first responders. Visit MyHeroSoap.com and subscribe for 20% off with promo code KEEP. Every soap purchased is matched one-to-one -one and sent overseas to our troops. Go to MyHeroSoap.com and order your soaps, scrubs, and even cool Patriot gear. Support our troops. Support our first responders, support our heroes, and let freedom clean by visiting MyHeroSoap.com. I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full 
$29 and twin size just $25. Order now, once they're gone, they're gone for good. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want. All at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking. Another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at GoldCo today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Brennan, don't worry about it. Uh, I want you to um, do me a favor. S just go to a local restaurant. Ask them if you can eat a wood chepper. Okay? Wood chepper. <laughs> you need to find out what it tastes oh, like. Boy. Because we're going <clears> to <throat> shove John Brennan's face mm. into a wood chipper, And he needs to know what it tastes like. Right? Because he's going in face first. Sorry. Is there anybody that thinks that that's violent right-wing rhetoric? 
No, I'm, I'm talking about John Brennan being held to account for let, letting 15 of the 9-11 hijackers through the Jeddah Saudi Arabia station. See, nobody talks about that, do they? They don't talk about that, right? So he should be arrested, tried, convicted for, you know, doing that. Oh, no, no, we put Joe Biden in office and he lets John Brennan and James Clapper run the country into the dirt out of Fort Washington, Maryland. Anybody want to join me for a protest at Fort Washington, Maryland? No, no, everyone's too afraid, too scared. Really, seriously. You know what? Can I be honest with you? Mm -hmm. If I were to be a communist working for the CIA to take over a country, and I just got done doing that like around the world, you go try to take over other countries, that's a nightmare. I mean, they will kick back. But when you get to the United States, it's easy because Americans are a bunch of pussies. Sorry. They are. That's a fact. Sorry. I'm in the wrong business. I should be in the business of wood chipping. Hmm? If you're going to take over a country, you definitely want to take over the United States of America because they do nothing. You can literally just run. You can just run Barack Obama up the uh, Larry Sinclair flagpole. Yeah. Right? Mm. Pre President, isn't it the truth? Is it the truth? It is the truth. It's the truth. America's easy to take down because people just sit online and say, what are you going to do about it for me? What are you going to do? Nothing's going to get done. Like if, okay, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. I know what I'm going to do. Huh? I'm already saying what I'm going to do. I'm going to get in trouble for saying what I'm going to do. Right? They're going to be like, oh, it's violent right-wing rhetoric. Violent right-wing rhetoric. Really? You know, I'll tell you something right now. Look at what these communists are doing. Listen to this. These leftists that McCarthy just sided with. Look at what they're doing. Listen. Just came off the House floor where we voted to appropriate all the veterans programs and give money to the veterans programs. Every Republican voted yes to fund VA programs. Every Democrat voted no. For months and months, the Democrats have been saying the Republicans do not care about that. saying that, exhausting that. And today, on the floor, we voted for it, they voted against it. They're the ones that do not care about our veterans. There was an echo. There was. Mm -hmm. That's what she says. Does that make you mad, folks? Does that make you mad? Remember, these, it was these just co these communists will send mm -hmm. troops over to Ukraine. All right. But when they come back, they will mm -hmm. leave you freaking hanging. OK, these communists. So when are we going to take them all and shove their face into the orange uh, 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 shag carpeting? <laughs> that was back in the day, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. There was something way back when, right? Yeah. When are we going to do this? Seriously. When are we going to do this? How, how disgusting is this? 
They will literally take troops and send them over to the Ukraine and blow off their freaking limbs. And when they get back here, you're on your own. You're on your own. All they want is Shifty Schiff running over there and getting his percentage of the take off the top of the top of the uh, pallets. Him and Nancy Pelosi, right? And Joey Nadla. Remember, they were sending tens of billions of dollars over to Ukraine. Joe Biden knows what happens. Once those pallets of cash and weapons hit the turnstiles, they go right back out, a portion of which goes into their freaking pockets. And then when they send your sons and daughters over there to go get blown up in the freaking meat grinder and you come back, sorry, we can't help you. Mm. These disgusting communists, okay? You know what? I say we launch an attack right now on donut shops. That's where all the chai comms are hiding. Okay? At 3 o'clock in the morning, they're in the back there. You think they're making donuts? No, they're not. They're planning a freaking Marxist revolution is what they're doing. Let's go after the freaking chai comms. Get them out of this country now. Round up all the freaking Chinese right now. Is that sound? What? what? Yeah. What? What, what do I do? Oh, you say, man. oh, we can't do that. We're American. Oh, okay. I know. Being American is not a good thing right now. Okay? Mm. Being a very thoughtful, constitutional Christian American is the worst thing that we can be right now when it comes to an overthrow. Okay? It's time to go freaking full-blown godless. Murderous. Godless. <laughs> I'm, jo I'm joking. What do we do? Boy. What do we do? What do we do? do oh, you know what we do? We just sit here and go on Twitter. That's what we do, right? Nothing's going to get done. Nothing's going to get done. Well, everybody sits there and orders up their freaking chocolate-covered donuts. Huh? I love chocolate-covered donuts. You do? Yes, I do. I ate all the last batch I bought. I didn't know that. Huh? Yeah, you know what? I bought chocolate-covered donuts? I mean, yeah, you did, you had chocolate. Yeah, well, they didn't last very long. I ate them all. Oh, okay. I'm in a panic That must mode. have been a Christmas Anytime you bring sweets into the house now. Now I'm like, oh, you never know when these things are going to go away. <laughs> I was just watching, <laughs> right? I was, you know, the, yeah. the, the guy from uh, Communist Romania, right? Mm -hmm. Remember that guy that told the story? Yeah. He cannot walk into a U.S. grocery store. He cannot go into a Kroger's to this day. Right. Because he lived in his entire life in a gray state, mm -hmm. right? Where you just walk in there and you got, oh, what do we have? Oh, the government's allowed you to buy rice today. Right. He walks into a Kroger. It's an amazing interview. Lighting and options. He literally gets a headache. He can't go into it. He won't go into a grocery store. Because his whole life has been spent in gray state, you know, rationing, mm -hmm. right? He was born in 1963. Communist Romania. And communist. And he lived, he mm -hmm. lived through Ceausescu. Yeah. And he said, finally, they were able to get to the United States when he was an adult. And he said he moved to California. And his whole, his whole interview is about... <laughs> what we're headed to in the United Amazing States. Amazing interview. And, but, but he said, 
the very first time you walked into a Ralph's, which is Kroger in California, the very first time he walked in, he was so overwhelmed. He couldn't move. He was paralyzed. He got a headache. The colors were so bright and there was so much stuff that it overwhelmed him. His senses could not handle it. He was on sensory overload. And still to this day, he said that if he can talk his wife into it, she does the grocery shopping and he very seldom uh, sets foot in a grocery store because it triggers him. Is that crazy? Mm-mm-mm. His whole life. Look at this. Look at this right here. So disgusting. Hmm? They're going after, what is that? It better not be that we missed our shipment either, okay? <laughs> I swear to you. Hmm? Well, I hope not. We have uh, we have everything they, they need. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Federal Express is the worst, you know? Those union workers are like, I wasn't there. Boof. We look at the camera. The guy t- just rings and runs. Sorry, they weren't there. <laughs> yeah, Okay, right? we're walking to the door, you freaking idiot. I know, but I got to deliver it twice for twice the amount of money. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Federal Express is the worst, okay? Union workers, huh? <laughs> they get... Uh, anyways, here we go. You ready? Ru- mm-hmm. They're going after Rudy Giuliani, of course. Rudy Giuliani's legal and financial troubles are starting negotiations uh, to catch up with him. We'll go through the federal order that he ignored. Apparently, he's not paying these two women... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and his legal fees are piling up. And Cassidy Hutchinson accused him of groping her. This guy, I mean, it just keeps coming. Every day, Willie. Every day it gets worse for the guy who once called himself America's mayor. Uh, it's, uh, I don't, it, you know, I don't know if, if he faces prison, uh, if he faces bankruptcy, if he faces. Uh, additional charges. It's uh, again, it's just from from all directions. And this is the cost, of course, when you turn your life over to Donald Trump. Yeah, America's deadbeat, it appears. He can't pay any of his legal bills. <laughs> oh he's gosh. he's on the hook now oh, for no. these women in Georgia who he clearly and explicitly defamed. Shea Moss and, and Ruby Freeman mm-hmm. owes them a bunch of money. And it's only just beginning. As you say, it was all fun and games until the indictments started coming down when he was playing along with Donald Trump, doing whatever he said around the 2020 election, around January 6th. He had prominence, he had relevance, he was on TV all the time. And now, like for so many of the people around Donald Trump, the bill is coming due. Bill is coming due. He doesn't have the money. No, I mean, from America's mayor to America's deadbeat. Uh, Following Donald Trump can get you thrown in jail or ruin you financially. You know, it used to be a sad story. You'd think of Rudy Giuliani and you'd say, what has happened to this guy? He used to be America's mayor. Yeah. But it's no longer a sad story because he has talked himself into every legal difficulty that's uh, hanging over his head today. He's done it to himself yeah. and largely selfishly for himself, mm. thinking that he would carve himself out a bigger role in an ensuing Trump administration, which never happened. Yeah, and Jen, you know, the impact of this is when he's lying about election workers in Georgia, guess what? 
I'm getting emails from friends saying, oh, have you heard this? There are these two women who whatever. I mean, it took off. It became very viral. He spread that lie that ended up, you know, causing great risk to them. Great uh, pain to them. Uh, a, a lot of pain, risk, damage, people uh, coming into their house. Running their, so, you know, he's, he, he's now he's got to pay them off and he doesn't have the money to pay them off. Wow. You guys, these communists, okay, they just want their voting machines so that they can rig the vote. Mm -hmm. If you ever wondered why everything is so screwed, okay, is see the one thing that they did was they messed with their holy grail. Ah, I don't know. What do we do? I mean, the safest thing we can do is just buy pillows. I think at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Huh? Yeah. And we're, not, mean, and we're not even doing that, to tell you the truth. I mean, people have backed off from that. And and mm -hmm. don't don't tell me it's because, oh, well, times are tough. Times are tough. Are you kidding me? You're about, they're about to come freaking kill you. What do you mean times are I got to save. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not saving anything. I'm freaking going all in like Mike Lindell. Mm-hmm. Push your chips in. Let's go. Huh? You want a box? Let's go. I mean, look, they're going after everybody. Everybody. You want to sit there. Oh, <laughs> times are tough. Mike Lindell is being huh? audited by the IRS. Yeah. He's being oh, yeah. sued left and right. They're Rudy Giuliani's being sued. Oh, they got indicted. Trump. I they mean, got, they got President Trump right now, a New York Attorney General witch hunt that's going on right now, isn't it? Isn't mm -hmm. it a witch hunt? Oh, it absolutely is. Is it not is. a witch hunt? We, I know, times are tough. What are they gonna do for me? And huh? and, and, and the Uniparty and, and Ron think. DeSantis mm -hmm. you know what? are sitting back salivating and waiting for it to happen you so Ron what? DeSantis can run for president. I, I it's think, crazy. Wait, no, I think at this point in time, this is a battle for who controls the re-education camps. Mm, yeah, right? Yeah. Is it going to be the Chi-Coms that are going to re-educate everybody? Mm -hmm. yeah, because the gluttonous, lazy, apathetic buzzard Americans are just sitting there. They'll take out your president. You'll be like, oh, my goodness, maybe he deserved it. Maybe I'll just vote for DeSantis. Mm. You're a freaking idiot. I know. Uh, the DeSantis people. I mean, seriously, the DeSantis, I feel worse for the DeSantis people than I do the Joe Biden people. Why is that? Because at least with Joe Biden, you know what you got. You got your geriocracy, you know what I mean? And they're, they're revolting yeah. against that. But, but the DeSantis people, they don't do that. They wrap their arms around DeSantis. They're going to go down with that guy. I'd rather have a geriatric leading their charge over there at the Democrat side. At least they can bail and put some other communist in. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They won't stick to their geriatric. They'll bail on Joe Biden. DeSantis, they're literally just like this, just hanging on to him, going down with the sinking ship. Where are mm -hmm. all the DeSantis people? They're out there, aren't they? They're still pushing DeSantis. Did DeSantis do the debate with Newsom? Did that come off you know on what the 30th? Newsom said? You know what Newsom said? <clears throat> Oh, I, I know what he said, but they he had... said I punked him. I baited him and he fell for it. Hmm. He punked DeSantis. DeSantis 
got all whipped up into a frenzy saying he was going to go debate Gavin Newsom. Why? He just dumb in the first place. Stupid. Okay, guess what? At one o'clock, if you're on locals, you can get on locals. PeteSantilli.locals.com. I will break in. You guys will be able to listen to my interview with Mel K at one o'clock. That's going to happen. Then at three o'clock, Deb Jordan is going to come bake cookies for everybody. <laughs> at three o'clock Eastern time, only on locals. PeteSantilli.locals.com. Bye, everybody. It's going to be a busy day. Stay with us. Hang out with us.